straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird, look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tutson. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate or fry. Hate or fry. I should put on a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man! What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Ahem. 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 Oh, Moses. That is right, bitches and motherfuckers. <laughs> it is time to riff the fuck on here this Wednesday, March 12th, 2012. Wednesday? Uh, did I say Wednesday? You did. Monday, March 12th, 2012. Yeah, you're a little scrambled getting back. Dude, I've had like five hours of sleep in the last two days, so, you know. Uh, on. Me and the insomnia. Uh, uh, welcome to Straight River, episode 53, I believe. Yes, 53. 53. And we missed, We, we I treat. wouldn't say we missed our one-year anniversary. We just didn't really have anything it's know, a co- it's a It's a buy. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a multi-week. It's a fortnight celebration, if you will. Yeah. It's yeah. a fortnight of riffing. Boom. A fortnight of riffing. Wouldn't that... It hasn't yes. been two weeks. It will be. All right. I you mean, know, everything you will be. I feel like we're, we're just taking a pause, you know. I actually... Uh, by the way, I'm your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, <laughs> is my, uh, uh, my esteemed co-host, the hater for hire, the difficult brown, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you? I'm good. I like the state of the riffins getting off to... It's good. It's a good. Yeah, start, I'm bro. all. I'm, again, it's no, all. Man. It's all out of sorts. You I'm know what? It's very symbolic of how the Riffin was born. I, as the first guest of the show, didn't even know what time it started. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I recall so, that. Yeah. So it's only it's only appropriate uh, for the state of the Riffin to begin in such a fashion. I think. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it can't uh, full I mean, circle. We get we get too highfalutin up in here. Then right. it's just gotta it's keep troubles. Gotta keep them feet on the ground. I had a dream the other night that somebody else, like I was sitting off to the side, maybe even on the couch, I don't recall, but I just remember somebody else was running the controls and I could not have been more nervous. I, I was just sitting the whole time. I I was like, oh, Hands oh, off make, the wheel. I was like, hey, could you That's close like, close that window? No, open that one. Okay, now scroll. Oh, shit. No, don't. You oh. would probably be like a parent oh, watching, trying to terrible. teach the kid how to drive for the first time whenever that happened. Yeah, it's kind of like that, yeah. It'd be a lot of, you know, because... Because there's just ha- so much to take care of. You just have another computer on the table just to take over in the middle of the yeah, show. Yeah. Just like they have the other wheels. Like, fuck this. I'm, I'm running this now. I'm running. Yeah. Just a symbolic laptop. <laughs> I'm going to disable the internet on your MacBook. Thank you. Well, that's the thing is, like, ideally what I'd like to do is run everything off my actual desktop computer. Yeah. And then just control it from an iPad, say. And then I can fucking have... Oh, you fancy, huh? You, know, you fancy, huh? <laughs> 
I feel like uh, because I, I the problem I'm having with the show and it's not the show's fault by any means, but the problem that I have in general is a lot of times you know I'll zone out for like a minute, and it might seem like I just don't give a fuck what anybody's talking about. But it's like I'm over here. I'm like replying to the chat. I'm yeah. making sure the stream is still you running. You got a lot of shit going on, man. Up, I got to pull up the next thing that we're going to talk about, or I got to Google whatever we were just talking about. And that gotta, doesn't you know. even bring in the soundbite game. So. And there's the soundbite game. Then there's yeah, just the soundboard itself. Riffopolis, if you want to be a soundbite intern, first of all, <laughs> aim higher. <laughs> second, crucify him. <laughs> second, we will be accepting. Do it live. Application. Soundbite intern. Looking out for him. Uh, I don't know where they'd fit. You know, hey. Yeah. No, nah, Mitch, we'll find a way. All we'll right. find a way to somehow work in a soundbite intern for you. All right. All right. See if they had an iPad. Or an iPhone. iPhone would work. Yeah. iPad, iPhone, even iPod Touch. We're going to need even. some sort of Apple smart uh, phone device. Smart device. Smart and you, device. That is your only requirement yeah. to be. Because I could get you. I mean, I could make you a soundboard app. That you could run on your phone, like damn, and you son. go boom, 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 boom. That would just have our our files on it. You make apps like that? You just do that? It's just a web page. I no. mean, it's not like anything fancy. Oh, okay, it's just that it would it would come up. It would look like an app. Like say, phone, can you, know? you can you uh, make another version of Bejeweled for me <laughs> <laughs> with your face or something? Or like, oh shit! I don't or like mean, the faces I don't want, of your enemies. No, I, yo, that sounds about to say. I don't want my own face exploding oh, okay. every time I move it. I mean, but I would love to see like a, a bejeweled of like uh, Mitt Romney and Rick Santorum, right, three right. Romneys in a row, and then all, everything just blow, just bam, son. See, I think uh, bejeweled, unlike say Tetris or a lot of those other ones, or like uh, uh, what was the it used to be called Snooky, I believe. In fact, before Snooky was Snooky, or just Snook, it was, perhaps it was. It was not Snooky, definitely. Not it was Snooky. Snook. The one where you had that cannon thing. In computer science class, I think, I don't know if it was Snook. In computer science class, though, that shit was was huge. I had forgotten about that, but that shit was. That was a good goddamn game. That was a fucking great game, but I remember, like, before I knew what it was, I just remember just walking by. And that's before I I didn't have a computer at home. So I, you know, and it was the only time I really was exposed to computers would have been through school, you know? I remember just seeing that all the time in the computer science lab, and I was like, what the fuck is this game? This is. Everyone's in. And the first time I played it, I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. This shit is awesome. Snood? Snood. I think there it is. Snood. It was Snood. God it was damn snood. it. Snooky's in my brain, apparently. You ruined it. Oh, uh, man. Well, uh, Snood, yeah. Pocket but, Tanks was awesome. See, shit. I'm thinking like Snood and Tetris. I kind of, I don't, I don't want, I mean, I want to destroy all the pieces. That's the right. whole thing. Yeah. But Bejeweled, I kind of feel like they should be pleasant. Yeah. Like if they were like titties. I'd no, be like, I yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm not trying to get rid of them. I'm just. I had an early version of Bejeweled way back in like high school. I probably still have it somewhere. That just had this. It was kind of like a, uh, uh, a that uh, Enya song "Sail Away," but just the chorus kind of. But it was all instrumental. But the the that's just what it reminded me of. But it was a very long kind of sound. It was like maybe a ten minute long loop, but it kind of had highs and lows. And I would just play that for hours because of the soundtrack. I was like, I was like, I'm being like, I'm being set in a trance and shit up in here. So, I don't know. I feel like if you put Mitt Romney, Rick Santorum, Newt Gingrich into Bejeweled, you'd kind of be like, ah! I feel like it's better. Ah, you're right. I think you're better. It's maybe, better suited for like a snood or a Zuma. Did you ever play Zuma? It's like you had these crazy balls. They're like Mayan face balls and stuff. You shot things at them. You try to get them back together before doom happened with the temple. One of those kind of games. But I feel like that would be a Are more you sure this game. isn't just like what you think of 2012? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, damn it. Is that a very apt metaphor? The shit it's predates this decade. It's just very convenient. So what I'm getting is that the video games you played growing up sort of prepared you for a life of ain't gonna trust nobody. I mean, basically, Mitch. I mean, you could pick right. to anything. But fair, basically, fair. a whole lifetime in preparation for ain't gonna trust. Ain't gonna trust nobody. Don't well, trust fair. nobody. That's I fair. guess. I don't know. Except for the early years. <laughs> the early Teddy Tutsi, the early years. If you could get a, if you could get like a high eight version, you know, you'd be like real cool. But after that, bro, once you hit Betamax, Laserdisc, shit is very sad. When was Betamax? I don't know what their their prime years. I don't know. I, you know, I I feel like for someone who is not around for the Betamax Laserdisc boondoggle, I use it. I have used it very, very much so throughout the course of my life. All right. It's just so good, you know. It's a very good reference. Like, Betamax is better known as, like, a dead technology than it was ever known as a technology in its era, I think. Yeah. Do you know? And That's the Betamax, actually, uh, interestingly enough, uh, is that Betamax is actually a higher quality than VHS. That's the crazy part. And everybody thought, like, well, they're gonna, it's gonna win. But the problem was that uh, to record to Betamax, you see, the home player to record to right. Betamax required uh, a, a much bulkier box than a VCR. Yeah. VCR required literally an extra head. And, like, Betamax required a whole extra That's because it was high-quality shit, you know what I mean? Right. So, uh, that's... You can't scrimp on the Betamax. And you can thank Mr. Rogers for that. You know what I want to be? I want to be a guy who has Betamax money. You know? But, like, Betamax, when it came out, so that you could just, like, throw away money on the thing that just ended up becoming the dead technology punchline. I want to be that guy. Or HD DVD. You were alive for that. That lasted a summer. That's probably a good remember point. The, remember but the see, summer of now HD see, DVD? Now, see, my thing is, though, like, 20 years from now, is HD DVD going to be the punchline that Betamax was? Yeah. You think well, so? I mean, maybe. You think the Blu-ray the HD DVD thing, uh, battle is going to pop off like that? It's tricky because it's harder to say HD DVD is than, say, Betamax. I fucked it up just now. It's right. like, I had it going, and then the sentence after it, you know? It's yeah. like, I ran too fast, and then I had to immediately I feel slow like down the better. Stutter. I feel like the better comparison might be... Betamax HD DVD. Laserdisc is easier to say as well. I feel like if if like the thing with like a a better equivalent for today might be like a Hulu or Netflix. You know what I mean? Like Hulu was crazy out in front with like just video and streaming services and stuff like those because it is like eventually someone's going to win that game. Like Netflix is in negotiations with cable companies now and stuff. You know, or like the actual like like, you know actual cable providers. I should say right, right. to make that somehow bundle. Well, but in. the Hulu was created by the television studios. Right, so that's what I mean. Like, so but one of them, like, like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm thinking maybe that might be a better comparison, but I don't know then. Does Betamax just have a... Does Betamax... Do we name the Hall of Fame for dead technology references after Betamax? Is that what we have to do? Because who's Trump and Betamax? Who is it? Well, I mean, you could you could make a number of arguments. The 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 Atari had computers, for instance. Uh, I don't remember what they're called. Uh, there was also the Tandys. Okay. Uh, Tandys. Uh, yeah, Tandy was another computer. Is system. this like you you making up things like no, shaking no, no, on the no. floppy? Is <laughs> <laughs> it share it on the floppy thing? Uh, uh, no, no. It, it, Tandy was a it was definitely a computer company, and Atari definitely had a computer. There was a lot of people before IBM made their PC compatible. There was a right. lot of companies that were like, "We're going to make a personal computer," okay. but they were all ridiculous expensive. Sure, 
That's fine. But I guess then we got to define the criteria thing. So I guess with Betamax, you I need feel like, like it needs to be like to the gotta consumer. Be it's got to be well, I mean, like cultural because eight track uh, is sort of like uh, that because eight track was not see, really a step up. Eight track is good. That was not a step up from vinyl, and it was not a step up from cassette tape. It was bulkier than cassette tape. Eight track would be it would be a uh, you know a contender to get in the Hall yeah. of Fame. I feel like it's got to be up there. Well, what's weird about for That's instance eight track is that like there's just not a there's not really a. I mean, is there anybody going, oh, man, just to get an 8-track player again, you know? Right. They had that warm sound. Like, nobody's saying that no about 8-track. No Same thing with good. cassette tape. Nobody's like, oh, I miss the cassette tape. Uh, you know, there's some Walkman enthusiasts that still roam these these streets. These hollowed streets <laughs> of, of, <laughs> of dead technology. You know, I always remember the Circuit City. I think it was Circuit City commercial where the kid was, like, flipping through the papers and he had, like, bought the Walkman. And then, like from Circuit City, because they had the they had the deal back in the day where if you bought it, and you I remember saw this. It, they would price yeah. match. I and bought he, this on and Tuesday, but today I saw this. Yeah, right. And, and they the gave him like, like a dollar. Yeah, the guy like gave him the difference back, and you were like, "Fuck yeah, Circuit City!" That's got it. And I remember this thing. Be like, "Yo, kid, like you really need that dollar fifty? <laughs> but now I'm like, "Yeah, you need that dollar fifty. You know, it's it's an odd thing because that probably had to be that that must have really like when you think of like corporate America. You had to like really convince some motherfuckers to let that slide because right. I'm sure they were like, "Dude, everyone's gonna do this now." Like, how far have we? Like, come, I didn't dude? even realize you could do that, but I've still never done. I, it. Like, yeah, like and like the thing, like companies today don't invest of uh, at all when it comes to customer service. Could not <laughs> give no. a fuck Mm-mm. less. And we like a decade ago, two decades ago, we were running commercials. Kids just going to stores, getting money back. And keeping the product? Right, right. With, with, oh, doing nothing. Go to a, All they're doing is right. saying, hey, P.S., I found it in another store. Hey, yeah. Uh, after the fact, I didn't. I was not a very diligent consumer. Right. You should know and pay me for it. Pay right. me for my research. Pay me for my laziness <laughs> and post-facto bargain hunting. We're going to put post-facto <laughs> bargain hunting on the board. Ergo, <laughs> Propter Hawk, ex posto facto <laughs> consumer hunting. Yo, I mean, it's like you just got paid to do the thing that you're supposed to do in the front. I mean, I guess it's a, and that's why I guess like corporate. Our, our number one super fan is pointing out that Zappos loves customer service. They won't. Yes, true. Zappos, Zappos does not shut the fuck up about their customer service. I will grant them that. Oh, Zappos. What do they do exactly? I don't know what Zappos They're does. They're sort of like Amazon, basically. They started as shoes, sort of like Amazon started as books, and now they're just everything. But I think they're mostly clothing. I always thought they were shoes, man. They're not just shoes. I, I know there's I shoes. Always, there's, a always, lo- there's a shoe I in their logo. I always think Zappos, and it goes to one of my favorite Spanish words, Zapatos. 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 It's a good word. I don't uh, know what it means, but it's a good shoes, word. Shoes, bro. Zapatos means shoes. Oh. Well, maybe that's, sure. maybe that's where they got the name. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, it's it's everything now. It's like clothing and shit. I don't think I've ever been uh, to Zappos. I shopped on there. Here's the problem: is are they like overstock? Maybe, maybe, maybe you have to be a woman to understand it. And uh, no offense to women, but I just mean this is gonna I don't up. know. Well, no, because I don't know shoes that much, right? So for me, uh, and they've fucked around with sizes way too much in my life, and so like a, you know, nine in Nike is like a ten in uh, you know, uh, uh, uh. uh some other brand, Cherokee or something. Uh, yeah, you, are I, was you trying to use, I was trying to utilize the space. <laughs> you know, it's so weird to look over and see no use one. The space. <laughs> Just explore the I'm space, sorry. baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So shoe size is a little funky, and also I'm I'm super uh, sensitive to like how the padding is on my feet. Some of them they look super fancy, but they 
fit like shit. And they have, you know, it's like something will dig into I your side of your foot. I love you as an aristocratic shoe buying person. I say, uh, I do declare. Uh, oh, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> uh, this shoe chafes me on the uh, left in a, th- where, in a in a heel. Where's your shoe horn at? I say, I say, where's your shoe horn? <laughs> <laughs> what am I, Chicken Little, the shoe buyer? <laughs> I'll say this doesn't... I'll say, do you have anything that's three-toed? I'm not a big city fancy <laughs> shoe connoisseur. You do not... I'll, I'll, put, I'll tell you right now, you do not want to go shoe shopping with me. Uh, I am a pain in the ass. I will literally try on... I'll have to cross that off my list, Mitch. I will literally try on 50, 60 pairs of shoes and not buy one. I'll be like, nah, too, it's just a little too bad. Where do you go not shoe shopping padded. like this? Not very often. That's Clearly. why I don't have that many pairs of shoes. But my current pair of shoes, I'm very happy with. I'm in the opposite. No world. laces, which is awesome. Uh, they slip right on. They, they're business casual, so they fit with everything, whether I'm just lounging or if I'm in, dressed up in a suit. Sure, they could use a shine, but whatevs. Um, and they're nicely padded, and they're, they're the perfect uh, size. So, I, I mean, they're my all-day, everyday shoe. <laughs> and, I'll shoot uh, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if you're gonna I, go, I you know me. If I go dressy with shit, yeah. I want to be able to wear it all the yeah, time. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So. I, I see. I, I I've been in the uh, hunt for a, a sneaker, if you will. I have I have the opposite problem. I've always had it. Where I, like uh, you love too many shoes. No, I just can't. Like I can't find shoes in my size. I've never really been able to do it because my feet are very large. So in the stores and stuff, I would never really. What is be, your shoe size? Uh, it's fifteen. Okay. I mean, I don't know anything really. I guess it's. Well, I was never able to buy shoes. I was never really able to buy. I remember, you know, the period ending when I could like buy shoes in the store or the size or, you know, them always having to go and check because that size was never out. And then right. they would be like, hey, we got like a half pair down. And that never worked or whatever. And then I right. just had to turn the catalogs all the time. So I rarely have ever been able to just go out and buy a shoe that I like. And then when I see a shoe on the site, even then, I get frustrated because they never have the shoe version that I like in my size. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm in between. It's like, it's like if you were Shaq and you just never played basketball. Do you know? Yeah. You're fucked on the shoe oh, game. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. are fucked. What's he like a 38? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's all custom made, bro. Like, if you're just a big poor, Well, that's what surprises me, because I'm thinking like poor in, person, you're not gonna get in an shoes. age where like where where there's there's a lot of prominent people with no very one, large feet, you no would one, think that they'd be a little more maybe like, hey, maybe let's I'm make just some out 15s. of the loop, bro. I don't maybe know. I'm out of loop. Look, maybe I don't know. no one gives a fuck about check, big foot. I would check on Zappos, but again, uh, uh, it's all about for me. It's all about the comfort. Like I, I, I you know, it's all about existence for me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guarantee. What what kind of shoes are you looking for that I'm you can't find? Some Pumas, in bro. I'm checking out some. Adi- I'm mean, checking out all sizes. So man. if I just say Puma just, size, like, 15, listen, it's like listen. What, I mean, do, I, what do I look what, for? I don't just want to wear any old I mean, ugly you, ass shoe off. Right, the street, but you son. know what kind of Puma I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't get those. Talking, be, those Puma be, what? Huh? Puma what? I don't know all the brands. Son. Just Puma shoes. Yeah, it's just some, some casual. If I wanted to like casual Puma shoes, bro. Casual, casual Puma shoes. Some casual Pumas, man. All right, we're going to go. It's a men. very limited selection. And, uh, and like, depending on the brand, my foot hmm. can range anywhere from a 14 to a 16, you know? So. What's interesting is that, like, things that you can, you can sort by or you can, you can filter through yeah. is like price, color, and brand, but there's no <laughs> size, which is interesting. What do you like? A black and white, uh, blue and gray? Can I get a little screen red? action? Yeah, sure. Sure. Action. Right, we'll, Let me see we'll how find, you're perusing. Let's, 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 let's shop on yeah, Zappos in real time. Yeah. Shopping for shoes. You. 
Yeah. I don't know why we're doing this, but yeah. uh, you know well, we you can know. do this any old day. No, but, bro, yeah. I'm trying right. to prove so there to you. you. Go. So there you go. So you got your pick these them, are, pick them. Uh, these gray ones, I gotta say, this pick them gray. Nice. Pick them gray ones, then. Pick them right. gray jump offs. Hold on, let's All see. Right. I'll, I'll do the quick view. Hold on. Click on the gray and see if you what sizes are available. I bet you we'll find some fifteens. Size men's fifteen. Bam, dicks. Oh, you motherfucker! I told you, broke ass. Hold what? On. Hold what on. it say? Hold on. What it says? This is also available in. So I'm just seeing because this is black Probably on black. Probably because they only got one of them bitches at the black warehouse. on black. It's got oh one. Oh my god! You're not kidding. One this is, this fucking. Is they got like two maybe, and it's me and all the rich bigfooted motherfuckers that got the money, son. They're just buying well, up all the shoes, dude. Black, white with red laces. Yeah, those are available. Mad expensive, son. Is it fifty three dollars? That's not too bad. Right? That's pretty bad for shoes. Is it? Uh, I mean, it depends how often you wear them. As far as I'm concerned, shoes should last at least a year. Yeah, just can't, you know, everyday wear. It's not an investment I can make at the moment. What if I go men's sixteen? Are those? Do they get a, a one? That would be well, hilarious. Now I'm just, I mean, just, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm big, just looking yeah. for myself, really, at this point. Just kind of, I'm see, curious. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. and then it's like it's diminishing. Well, I mean, look how I feel. Like I'm a four. nine and a half, and I mean, well, what, how do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel, Mitch? Tell me how you feel about being able to just go buy a shoe. You don't know nothing. How does it feel <laughs> to buy the shoes that you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> you like my Blue Monday riff? Uh, I'm going to put that on the board. I'm going to put how does it feel to buy the shoes you're looking for? If only I, I might now, just try I have, to put I have some a problem notes like, I'm like I, you know, I subscribe to all those weird ones like Guilt and Outlook and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. True. And and they have suits a lot of times. They're like you know really you know quality suits. Uh, but I've never bought one because I'm like you know between the you know because apparently I have uh, freakishly short legs and a long torso and I'm way too skinny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but I have a big waist or something. I don't know. Some somehow like the oh when it comes to God, buying suits, Becky, look at his waist. <laughs> look at his waist and zero ass. By the way, zero ass, which would be okay. With the zero waist, or with the, with a with a big waist, it'd be great if I had a big ass, because then everything would fit fine. But like, I have no ass, so things that fit my waist for my frame tend to have ass room that I don't need. So it just looks like this like big floppy. I need everything bespoke. Is my point? Okay. And uh, uh, I don't have. I don't have. I need to go. I have like five suits that need to just. I need to go to a tailor. And go listen. Yeah. Make this shit fit. Put it down. Like I bought, I bought a new suit. Trim like last these week. These pants, and they were is a fancy looking suit. I look. That's I look me all as you going to a tailor. Yeah, trim these <laughs> suits. Uh, this inseam cannot stand. <laughs> <laughs> the waist measurement on these pants is too damn high. <laughs> The length of these pants is too damn long. The belt loop is too damn high. It's like that Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah. Pants hold up the or the the belt holds up the pants, but the belt loop holds up the belt. <laughs> What's really going on down there? Who's the real hero? <laughs> That's one of the toughest ones to say with a straight face. Damn. God. Who's the real hero? What's really going on down there? Dude, fucking man, Mitch Hedberg, one of the best writers, dude. He's one of the best comedy writers. I mean, he, that dude just knew how to write a fucking joke. You know, it, I had Still, a, man. I was, I was talking with a friend actually on Facebook the other day about, about how, you know, he mentioned Patrice O'Neill. I was like, damn you, Patrice, why didn't you take Louis C.K.'s advice? 
because it, which advice you know about taking care of yourself oh, you got right, diabetes right, 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 take right, the right, fucking right. care of yourself yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's not just about you you selfish motherfucker right, like right. it's about all of us who want to enjoy what the fuck you got to share with people but yeah. um and i was saying you know it's it's that sad thing where you know there are people who die before their time that aren't very talented and people just like oh my god um and and build them up to be this big thing and you kind of go are you saying that because they died young right. And and the problem is that people assume that about everybody who died young. And I've right. heard that about uh, Mitch Hedberg, and I know I will hear that about Patrice O'Neill. In two years, there will be people who go, was he really that funny, or is he funny now because he's dead? And you're going to be like, no, at the time, he was like a huge rocket Man. going straight to the top. The only thing that held him back from being like the biggest comedian in the world was just that he didn't put up with bullshit. And he would like go Which into a corporate uh, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Like, he'd go into a corporate meeting, you know, with Comedy Central and tell all the executives exactly what he thought of them in the middle of a pitch for his right, show. Right. And he'd be like, this is probably not the time to do that, Patrice. Right. This is maybe yeah. not. And Chris Rock, I remember listening to an opening Anthony, Chris Rock was like, you have to not do that. I was <laughs> trying to give you the lead role in a fucking movie and you gave me shit and you we're friends <laughs> and you were just such a pain in the ass that I had to fire you from the fucking gig. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, you've got to not do that. Like, that's why you're not huge. Right. He's like, nobody's funnier than you. But you need to fucking get a check on your attitude and not go on these rants about what you think of people because they're not going to hire you. Right. And he's like, I was trying to work with you and work for you, and you give me all this shit. So to me, that's the only reason Patrice isn't or didn't be, you know, the biggest comedian. I mean, that dude could yeah. handle any room you threw yeah, at him. I mean, he's, he's a beast, man. And same for, for Hedberg on the flip side, uh, yeah, which is uh, just, yeah. I mean, the drugs. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, the drugs fucked him just, up. Just fucking ate away. But, I mean, I, I still I mean, think... The thing is, like, if you look at... For the people, some people go, oh, we just told simple jokes, like, you know, blah, blah. So but it's like... brilliant, man. His joke, yeah, I, get, I give a rant about this. It, my whole thing was, like, if you look at the content of a given joke that he had, uh, for instance, the... the uh, uh, I had a uh, newspaper delivery job as a kid, yeah. so I had to go to 40 houses or two dumpsters. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's the entirety of the joke. That's now, so any good. other comedian would be like, all right, I had a paper route as a kid, right? So I was supposed to go to 40 houses, right? 40 houses, I going to ride my bike, you know, with the rain coming down, it's cold. They'd have this whole narrative about it. So what I decided to do is I'd throw them in the dumpster. Then my parents would... Or they'd be like, 40 houses? <laughs> Dad, I'm just going to two dumpsters. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. Yeah, yeah. But they, they as opposed throw to the subtlety, so much the yeah. subtlety of the headbreak, my favorite, one of my favorite just jokes that like if you just read it, I feel like it's almost it's almost funnier than when you hear him say it, which is tough because that delivery is so oh, yeah, his just awesome. impeccable. But I tell you, every book is a children's book if the kid can read, man. And it just, I remember I read that. The first time I, I heard that, I just like lost it for 10 minutes. I was like, fucking A. Like, right, how right. have I never? Uh, yes. Yeah. You're right. Like, yeah. You're right. You know, it's just one of those things where you're like, fuck. Very I, similar like, to, uh, uh, hey, here's a picture of me when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Every picture is a picture of you he's when like, you were younger. Or he's like, where are all the during photos? I never <laughs> see it. <laughs> and like, nobody gets it. Yeah. And, and he goes, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> It's all right, like, bro. Look, it's so right. good. You know, I mean, you just like imagine him. I love it. He was like, there was sometime when I remember his strategic grill locations. And he's one of my big, like big, big influences in Mitch Hedberg. And I think definitely as a writer, as a comedic writer, I can see the influence of him a lot on my material. But 
when he is on strategic grill grill locations and he like doesn't you know sometimes he doesn't finish the joke and right. he talks about he's like if I was a locksmith I'd be fucking pimping that shit out he's like I'll trade you this free key duplication and he just fucking like just starts laughing man and it's like I remember the first time I heard it I started laughing at the same point right and, but, right. and then it was just he's like it's a good thing I laughed because there's nothing else to that joke at all and I'm just like well that's fucking funny though I mean that's just such a funny thing to think. From right. the, like, I like the, the UBS mund- guy because he's a drug dealer and doesn't know it. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it's like it's so mundane. Right. But within that very banal element that he is exploring, there's just so much depth and intelligence and richness there. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's like. Well, what's weird is I, I, it, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this just as, for context is that his, uh, it was seeing him live around, you know, Obviously, 2002, according to that. So 2002, which had been, what, a year before he died, maybe six months or so? On stage, in in person, so much energy. Yeah. was not like on his CDs. Well, he didn't like, just sit there and the, stare the down. The second he was CD, like, though, he's he was like, like a, he's like a wire act. On, yeah, that's uh, true, uh, Mitch, true. Uh, And if you listen to uh, he the, is, uh, he is Mitch All Together. Yeah, yeah, Mitch All Together. The, uh, his, his Do You Believe in Gosh, if you listen to that one. Yeah. Very much like I was the talking about. He's like super energetic and shit. Laid back, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. real laid back, but it's like you almost feel like he's apologizing the whole time. Yeah. Like, I'm real sorry. I'm yeah. up here. I'm Chuck, when the jokes go down, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bass player on stage for the whole show, just fucking. See, what's weird is okay. Him and Doug Stanhope were like, you know, fucking besties, right? Yeah. Which is kind of a weird combo when you think bit. about it. But they both also had bass players on their first albums. Yeah, both of them used the bass. I think the same bass player, in fact. Uh, I'm not sure. Chuck's fucking killing, and I don't even know. It. <laughs> <laughs> just, the way he incorporates the bass player into the into the so whole good. set, man, it's so fucking great, dude. It's so great. So on Doug Stanhope's new album that just came out like last week, uh, I picked it up. I paid for it. I want to make that on you. You would like it. Uh, the second track is Doctor Drew is to medicine what David Blaine is to science. Yeah, yeah. He has but a his album opening that came out, right? Yeah, yeah. It's is called "Before what, Turning the Gun on Himself." Now, this, this is, is is this what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, on the first track, he he opens with a whole thing about Mitch Hedberg and an irony of what his pa- family has done to his memory. Yeah, I'll play it for you real okay. quick. This will be interesting. I'll try to skip ahead. Because I remember reading about Hedberg's wife in some movie. Fuck you! Don't call me. <laughs> I should have started stronger than this. <laughs> I'm trying to get my audio working. You ever look in the mirror in the morning and think, no, it's just the mornings are fucking rougher. <laughs> Love doing drugs the entire time. He was alive. He okay. stretched. He really enjoyed He died. Drugs killed him, but uh, he's an He's a drug connoisseur. And, talking about Mitch Hedberg. Okay. He died. Drugs killed him, but uh, they didn't ruin his life by any stretch. He really enjoyed. He was good at. It. I, he wasn't someone who faltered at it. He didn't wake up and go, "Oh shit, I should really work on myself." And I, I need to rethink this. That guy fucking loved doing drugs the entire time he was alive. Maybe up until that last minute where he went, that went up. So much fun, but still. His uh, family, his beautiful, beautiful family, and Mary and Art, if you ever see this, don't take it personal, but his family set up a Mitch Hedberg charity. It's a Mitch Hedberg golf tournament to go to support a rehabilitation facility. He took everything that he was about 
Turned it on its ass. He hated sports. He loved drugs. He <laughs> <laughs> a fucking charity. Sponsoring. It's like if the guy who died on the luge in the Olympics had his family come out and have a, like a charity pie-eating contest to keep kids out of sports. <laughs> Just everything he was against for everything he loved. And they did that because I guess it would have been too tasteless to have a charity event where you get to actually for a bucket shovel literally dig up his grave and turn him upside down. <laughs> Ah, uh, Doug Stanhope. Yeah, it took Rubble to see Doug Stanhope, actually. That's, uh, that's, that's an interesting... The charity and, uh, thing is really interesting. I mean, because I think it, it with... You know, obviously without the personal uh, element that Doug Stanhope brings to it, but from Mitch's material, uh, I mean, you definitely get the idea that he did not, like, view drugs as some sort of, like, demon that he was wrestling with, I guess. Yeah, know? yeah, that's definitely true. De- I mean, so I can... I used I can to do drugs. I still, still do, do drugs, but, but I, I used, used to, to, too. I mean, yeah. that joke is fucking great. You know, so I, I mean, I could definitely I could definitely understand that. I mean, you could definitely understand why a family might set up something like that, you know? It goes back to your Louis C.K. point about selfishness or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I guess there is that. There is a tug there in between with someone like uh, with Mitch Hedberg, you know? But, fuck, man, he died right when he was working on an HBO special. You know, I know, it's and just, a lot of things he was working on yeah. TV shows. He right. was, I mean, you know, it's, it, one, of it's his, rough, the, you know? one of his jokes that I uh, is especially poignant now, uh, like being out here in LA, is when he's always like, you know, you get you get famous for something, and they want you to do something that you're not famous for. Like, it's like if you were a fucking, uh, f- you know, a chef, and you busted your ass your whole life to be a great chef, and then like, all right, cool, can you farm? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's basically, what Hollywood does to anybody who gets in. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's um, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird because like you kind of could see that Mitch Hedberg would actually probably go for. Uh, I don't know. He was a giving kind of person. It seemed like you know he could kind of go for a charity. The golf thing's a bit weird. Golf thing's a little weird. But it, it's it's the it's the most passive of sports. Suppose it's the only one I play. So you, know, you, uh, you two see you about you about me on similar sports footing. I think you and Mitch Hedberg. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I thought you said you and me. I was like, no, no, man, you no, play no. like basketball and shit. I yeah, man, you could jump. I don't know why you're doing all this <laughs> podcast and stuff, Teddy. You uh, could jump. Yeah, bring back that. Oh man, old. I'll never stop bringing that up. It's fun. It's you, good yeah, it's good time. It's good time. I mean, dude, that's the man. Move on, Mitch. That yeah, yeah. Don't make me go back into the. You know, I already drudged up the memories of me looking that kid in the face and be like, "You need to sit down. <laughs> you need to sit down. You sir. need to go back to your desk, kid. You're done getting uppity, white boy. <laughs> you're done with all these backhanded racism compliments, okay?" Mosey on. Mosey on. Okay, so uh, I did some research about niggling and naggling. No, and so niggling forth. and naggling? Yeah. Uh, uh, it turns out when I looked up niggling, it, it, uh, I was finding naggling. Naggling. Uh, a lot of people these days apparently or, uh, have been using niggling, but it used to be naggling. I don't know. It's hard to say. Cause, cause, hard to say? You Hard to say? They just switched the well, word. This goes me, back to my theory hold about on. the dude. I want to show you something oh, fascinating. I want to show you something fascinating. It's called the Google Ngram Viewer, which is it throughout all the Google books that it's, you know, how Google searches books throughout time. Yeah. 
you can find trends in books based on words and things. So I'll if you damned. compare nagging to I'll niggling, I want to show you. I'll be Are damned. you ready for this? No, I'm not ready, Mitch. I know okay, I'm not ready. Too I bad. Need to, I need to fucking. This put is nagging, right? As you see, what century is that? 1860, 1860 to 2003 ish. It's been dropping right about here. You yeah. mean the Civil War? You see how it's, it's Civil War? It's going up and down. Civil War going up and down. Right? You ready for up niggling? And down. Are you ready for That's niggling? Pretty down, Mitch. Well, no, but I'm saying it's enjoyed some spikes and then dropped way down and then what spikes what, again. What, what's this one spike that? No, wait. wait is this? See, it's, is this like a, a, wait, it's like okay. an EKG. I thought the line that where we're marking is the is so this whole thing is the 18. 1800s? No, no, no. 1800s is, is, is the passage of time. Yeah. The popularity is the spikes. Through 1800s through now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just trying so to make sure where I can see. 1840 till now. 1840 is all the way on the left there, right? Yeah. Okay. Right here is this blue. Sure. Is it this, the, I'm sorry. Right here? That's 1840? 1840. Okay. The first, the first jump you see is right around 1840. Okay. I just wanted to, I just want to make sure I had the time. Okay. So as you can see, yeah, it, it 1920s, it it All loses right. popularity like okay. 1918, and then it pops back up at like uh, around 1940, it drops back down. Okay. So it's going quite up and down. Mm-hmm. And niggling is gonna shock your brain. You ready for niggling? Can I just can I just can I put some? I'm packing the riffing yeah, pipe. Pick, as, pack the riffing pipe. You're gonna I, need I'm it. I'm not ready for You're this. You're gonna need Mitch, it. Mitch, don't do this to me, please. Don't do this. <laughs> no, because it's fascinating. I didn't know there was such a thing as an engram viewer. Yeah. I'm, I'm all Google. about this. Google, you better not be evil, you crafty son of a bitch. This is, uh, it's pretty awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, it's, it doesn't go to 2003, it just goes to 2000. So maybe That's I okay. should, maybe I should expand to like 2012, but yeah, just for now. Okay. I'll let you pack the riffin' pipe. Okay, no, uh, alright, okay, yeah. You me, let me know when you're ready to no, see it. No, yeah, I gotta, I think I'm gonna need, need to, to take a hit as all right, happens, all right, all right. Based on, based on what you're about to bring to the dance right now, Mitch. I'm very so excited. I will tell you that there's this, there's this okay. forum of, of, of grammatical geeks that were questioning the naggling, niggling, uh, uh, various things, whatever have you. So uh, they're not grammar Nazis, are they? No, they just. Is that where this they, is going, Mitch? No. Grammar Nazis are pushing niggling? <laughs> I want off this roller no, no, coaster. No. It's called the Eggcorn Forum. And an Eggcorn is like, uh, oh God, there's, I looked that up too, and I, now I forgot what the hell it's called. An Eggcorn is an idiosyncratic substitution of a word or phrase for another word or words that sound similar or identical in the speaker's dialect. Which would explain, for instance, we're talking about, uh, uh, oh God, now I forget it. It was nig, uh, Renig and reneg, reneg, yes, right, yes, yes. That's how I got came across niggling and naggling. This is a very, because I was like I was looking up reneg and reneg episode of all time. So I was looking up that, and that would be an eggcorn is a reneg versus reneg. That's an eggcorn. Yeah. Okay, so there's this is a whole community of people that sit around and fucking talk about all right, like nerds. Wait to love, make it happen. I love the internet. For Shout that. out to the nerds. And apparently, uh, it was it was. Uh, nagging and naggling were, were synonymous for a while, but then are you ready? I'll, I'll wait for you to take a hit because I'll show you some. I was, I will say this, shocked, shocked and amazed by what happened to the word niggling over time. Okay. So, so you ready for this? I'm ready. Here we go, Here everybody we go. at home. Let's do it. And join us. Niggling. Look oh, at- no! <laughs> 
for people at home, and especially Bitch. when you're, you're going to be listening to this and not so much watching Bitch. Uh, if you if you look at around eighteen hundred, it was practically moon. zero. In the year two thousand, it's at the top of the chart. It's what had, happened? It's had a steady but incremental what rise happened? over the past two hundred years. I told years. you these motherfuckers were looking for words, son. <laughs> I told you these bigoted motherfuckers had a council and they were like, "We need replacements. Let's go to niggerly. Let's go to niggling." And then everybody kept going. You hear about niggling? You hear about niggling? Look at that. Put it on like, you mean naggling? And they were like, no, no, no. no. We don't about, use that anymore. We talking about niggling, not naggling. Not nagg- <laughs> He's talking about niggling. Talking about practice. <laughs> Bitch, put that on screen again. Oh my right. God, that is Is that fucking oh crazy? My, to the moon. Alright, let's 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 check out what was Mitch, it? Nig, uh, Mitch like, I already forgot. Like Renig and reneg. Mitch, there's like one yeah. Where's like one dip? Reneg son? over eighteen hundred to two thousand. There's like one dip in that bitch. Hold on. I'm also gonna check reneg. So hold on, uh, reneg in another tab. This is from eighteen hundred to two thousand. Reneg, Mitch. Reneg had a huge spike wait. in the early nineteen hundreds. Wait, wait, wait. Reneg. Hey, see, reneg has gotten more. Do you popular. see? Do you see though? How? Oh, but reneg. What's the spike? What's that one spike right there? What do you? Early nineteen hundreds. Early nineteen hundreds. Like uh, from nineteen. Looks like between nineteen hundred and nineteen twenty. Right around 1918, it looks like, is where it has a huge drop. And then right around 1960, it just Bitch, stops being can we used. Go, there's one the drop? There's one drop on niggling. One drop? And it's not even a big drop, dude. That's true. Mitch, it looks like a fucking ski lift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, my God. I wonder how niggardly has done over the time. I'll bet you it's dropped off greatly. Mitch. I'll bet you it's niggling had a huge has done niggardly. If I could buy, buy yeah, stuff. see, niggardly has has enjoyed a a, a, a great drop. At yeah, the end but niggardly operated from a real high. <laughs> that shit wasn't even middle of the road. It just started off halfway up. Mitch, it wasn't like at the bottom. Niggardly didn't have to work Listen, its maybe way. Maybe the 1800s. Into, a lot of yeah, people were niggardly. All these other words worked their way into the lexicon. Mitch, niggardly just got a head start. Niggardly was the word. That was born on third base and thought it hit a triple. Is what I'm telling you, son. That's <laughs> the weirdest. I love you it. You know what I mean? No, no. You know that's exactly great. what I mean. No, Mitch. there's no two ways to take that. That's an awesome. I've just that's that sounds like a colloquialism, <laughs> but I've never heard it before in my life. I'm like, what? did you really like it? You just throw that out there? Yeah. Born on third base and thought it hit a triple. You heard that yeah. before? I've you? never heard that. Mitch, that may be a real southern thing. Right. But that's that's, that's a, oh, so it is. A, okay. Poor boy. So like, poor boy born on third base and thought he hit a triple. Oh, Bless man. his heart. Mm. That's how to kill you in the south. Pay attention to that. Bless if they, if anyone from the south ever says bless your heart, you about to get real insulted or you probably just got insulted and now you're about to start paying attention to the fact that that you about to get really insulted. You know what I mean? That's how they do it. That's how the old southern ladies do it. Yeah. Kindness, bro. Bless his yeah. heart. Yeah. Bless his heart. Po child is just slow. <laughs> bless his, bless his heart. Bless his soul. Bless, bless his soul. Bless his heart. Jesus, rest yeah. his soul. Just wasn't born no other way. That's how they get you, Mitch. Thought he hit a triple. Born on third base. <laughs> bless his heart. <laughs> is there anything else I should look up? Uh, uh, I don't know. Popularity I don't know, bro. of words I'm throughout to books. Re- I'm stuff. still trying to recover from niggling, yo. Niggling just. It. Yo, I'm telling you, dude, These, if you could buy futures and niggling, I would be paid, son. If I could just get on the niggling bandwagon right now. Right now. Well, let's check from 2000 to 2012 how niggling has done. I'll bet you I'll bet you, it's dropped greatly. I'm hoping. You better hope. I'm fucking. I'm you hoping, better hope. Believe me. You better hope. 
Oh, oh this is Nigger Nigger Lee. Hold on, hold on. Why what? is Nigger Lee Nigger Lee going up? Oh, I don't know. Barack Obama niggling. Where is it? Oh, Mitch, Mitch, it's not going anywhere, son. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling the you. Rise. The White Citizens Council is coming back, and they said niggardly and niggling. We're all in. Put all your chips in here. They kind of come up with a third one. Get the hat trick going. What's the third one? Niggardly, niggling. What's the other one? They gave up on renig. We saw that. What's the third one, Mitch? What's the other third nig word? Other than nigger? There's no. I mean, you can't just use that. That's well, maybe be... that is. Maybe that, maybe that's the three. All maybe right. that's the three. You, maybe want me that's... To, you want me to check how popular nigger has been in the last 12 that. years? I don't want to see that. Oh, by the way, it only goes 2008. So to be fair, from 2008 till now, we don't know if niggling has dropped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. Right. Because you <laughs> you got to fuck it. Oh, Mitch, you don't even let them. I'm just going to see so. how I want to see how can't... popular nigger has been over time. Oh, I'll bet you it's. I, need to hit the I actually am not. I can't even finish. I am not showing sentences you sentences right now, Mitch. We can move on. You I'm not going to show you that chart. Don't, I don't want to see that chart. You don't want to see, see that chart, son. You I'm going to break know. everything. Nope. I am not going to. Hey. Your phone has been blowing up all night, by the yeah? way. I can go? just see it over there, just blowing up. Oh, you know. With the notifications. Oh, it happens. Um. Uh. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> so yeah. So this I'm was kind of. This everything. was supposed to be a night, a chance for us to kind of, kind of we talk over the riff. We did this last time. We did a state of the union yeah, riff. Know, yeah. You can't just go into the state of the thing without the riffing. Well, that was actually, I think that was the state of the actual union because it's 4th of July. We were talking about America and whatnot yeah, and not just state of the, the show. The state of the union. Yeah, this is the state, state of the, of the riffing. Say, I am here to declare to you that the state of our riffing is strong. Damn it. You took it. <laughs> I was going to say from the get-go, by the way, first off, the state of the riffin' is very strong. Oh, Numbers bitch. are up all across the I board. was on the bus just waiting for that buzzer. I got you, Trebek. <laughs> Damn you, Trebek. <laughs> it's a big hat. <laughs> it's a big hat. It's funny. <laughs> Giant hat. Come on. It's funny. <laughs> it's a big hat. Uh, oh, Jesus. Terry Ferguson. Oh, That's right. Terry. Oh, man, and uh, what's with the cowboy hat? It's a big hat. It's funny. Come on. Uh, by the way, Turd Ferguson. I think, by the way, in retrospect, before we get into the state of the Riffin, I'm going to write, it only goes through 2008 on the board as a representation of that conversation we just had. You, you and your audacity. <laughs> the audacity <laughs> the to aud- try to give you hope. Yeah, that is that should be the new book. That is Obama's memoir when it comes out of office. I'm going to put that, the audacity to try and give you hope. That is what it's the audacity of hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, audacity. Yeah. audacity to give you non-attention-paying motherfuckers some hope. It's gonna be a real long uh, hardback. Um. Well. Uh, okay. So, state of the ribbon as it stands is very well. Um. <laughs> it's strong. One of the things I thought about is that uh, we haven't done advertising on the show. Uh, we haven't been done any paid advertising. I should put that out there. I haven't done any paid advertising. Uh, the closest thing is like, I, I mean, I've mentioned Amazon because, yes, if you buy through us, um, then, you know, we get a little kickback. Also, these great Levi's regulars. <laughs> Subway sandwiches. <laughs> it's a hole in one. Um but I was thinking about it, like when I listen to other podcasts, oh, I listen nice. to the to the uh, to the ads they have to run for various companies, yeah. and not only ads like terribly cheesy, which is I guess to be expected, but there, every time I listen to them, I go, that automatically wouldn't fly on our show. There's, uh, I will not say their name, but there is a a sex toy company 
that um, part of the 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 the, the thing you're supposed to the, the script that you're supposed to read off and i've heard a lot of people say is like and you'll get a special gift which i which is so something or other like so salacious i can't mention on this show and it's like there's nothing we wouldn't can't do it, on the bro. show can't do like, i wouldn't be able to i can't even tell you what the special no, gift I, will be then it's that like, would repel them because like i don't want to die they wouldn't talk about it yeah. there's some problems i'm going to pass that's unabomber territory well i'm sorry this is a fucking <laughs> this is a fucking pussy widening drill it's an anthrax dildo <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you don't, you don't like an anthrax hey. dildo? What's wrong with you? Oh, who, who wants a who, you get, yeah. psh, fucking suburbanites? <laughs> oh, you so fancy, huh? Who wants a cyanide cock ring? Come on now, <laughs> cyanide cock ring. Everybody gotta have cyanide cock ring. I mean, you know, look, sometimes you need a cyanide cock ring. <laughs> this is the Rufy Injector Three Thousand. Yeah, uh, in the shape of uh, of a straw. This is a good. Now, this is a good uh, indication of the state of our riffing. <laughs> So, so there was that one, and then there was like there was like an online backup service, and and I do I, I I want clear in case they ever approach us. I am actually a big believer in online backups. I haven't done it because I have too much data. So the, my problem is that I need to find one of those online backup places, and some of them will do it, where you uh, will put all your shit on giant terabyte drives and ship it to them and go back this up, and then you do incremental backups thereafter, like every night it'll back up and, and upload whatever you've changed throughout the day. That's but I can't start by uploading because it would literally take like right. a month yeah. to upload. I got, you know, 12 terabytes of data. I'm not... That's mm. insane. You need, a, you need a, the equivalent of Dick Cheney's man-size safe that he used to have in the White House in his office. Remember that? I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, basically what you're, that's basically what you're describing, Mitch. Well, that's Some people say, it. what do you need a man-size safe for? What do you need 12 terabytes of data for, Mitch? It's it's everything I've ever done in my life, and that's what Dick Cheney says. There we go. It's uh, it's important, and also, uh, well, like when I had the fire in the last apartment, my first thought was, how am I going to get all these hard drives out of here in time? How am I going to get all of these terrible things out of this man size thing? <laughs> no, just I mean, look, the ones that are currently connected. Like I actually use all these fucking drives to back up different things or yeah, store different totally. things. So if you have an online backup solution, you don't have to worry about that. You get you know, fired. You can home. use yourself as a great demonstration. Yeah. Be, get this before you end up like me and you've got too much. Yeah. Because the problem is that at some point you might have, like if, if uh, the great flood comes, which uh, uh, there's a 10% chance I found out the other night. There's 10% chance over the next 50 years that we'll just be us in California here. Are just going to be fucked by a oh bro yeah, I mean it's forty foot high uh, oh wait waters oh yeah just like the flood will raise you to can 40 make feet. a really solid top ten very realistic disaster scenarios for California within the next decade yeah and so, we're talking uh, like cataclysm when that happens I mean you don't want to lose all your data <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest here kids you want to make sure that shit is. <laughs> You want to make right sure that oh, shit is shit. secure, Oh, man. I did, is this a test script? Because I got I know say, it sounds like it now. That's fucking All phenomenal. I'm saying is the online backup service Let's that get people, him. the online backup service that a lot of podcasts are promoting, I would never use because they don't have any of the things I need. The prices are ridiculous. You can't send them a hard drive. They won't send you a hard drive to give you all your shit back. You have to download it. And their pricing structure is all fucked. So unless you're like an enterprise, you got integrity, bitches. So uh, I'm just saying, 
it's weird because that's just the thing is a lot of tech companies like to advertise a podcast because you know hey techie people blah 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 nerds but like I'm I'm a geek I use all the shit and I just would feel like a soulless whore promoting something that I would never actually use yeah and I would use online backup but not particularly the one not that your jank using. ass backup Mm-mm. you broke ass motherfucker and unfortunately I don't have the kind of pull to go listen I'll only advertise it for you if you change your service. Here's Otherwise, what you need to start offering. Get the fuck fucking, out. Your fucking customers need this. Other Number one, is- somebody else's company. So, yeah, we haven't done any advertising, but I'm open to uh, independence. You know, like a small business or something like that. I would love a small business. Yeah. I would love a tool shop, hardware store. Hey, perhaps. Susie, Susie makes uh, stuffed animals. Bakery, you wanna, perhaps. You want a you stuffed animal for your girl? I mean... Well, let's that's not forget. Not, that's probably not with advertising that we need. We don't need you say, hey, you need stuffed animal for your girl. We don't need that advertising. All right. All right. That's fair. <laughs> I, I dare remind you, Teddy, in two days, I hope you'll be uh, collecting on Steak and Blowjob Day. Oh, Mitch, it's a. Did uh, you forget? I have never forgotten about uh, a Steak and Blowjob Day. Uh, I've also uh, worked on my own counter. I've also never found a girl who celebrates <laughs> Steak and Blowjob Day. Well, you know, you've got to, uh, you've got to work at it, Mitch. Uh, I've also been... Uh, I mean, that's like that's a whole track on your first album, it Steak is. and Blowjob Day. It is, Day. yes, it is. Um, I've also, uh, uh, my lady and I, we've talked about, uh, because, you know, Valentine's Day, right? So, like, you know, it's, it's you know, a predominantly female-oriented day. It's for the whole Steak and VJ Day. We can just say whatever. it's for the bitches. All right. Well, I mean, okay. Well, that's all right. A one end of the fence. Uh, <laughs> it's for the bitches. <laughs> um, but we're talking about, uh, like, what would, like, if you, you know, took away Valentine's Day, right? You just neutralize that. Like, what would be a female equivalent for a steak and BJ Day, you know, in terms of uh, reciprocity? If not if Valentine's Day? Yeah, right. In terms of just the actual menu items, you know what I mean? Like, steak and BJ, like, what would those equivalents be for the ladies? Massage and shoe shopping? Well, I mean, no, no. The shoe shopping, they don't, no one gets, I mean, I guess some people could get Come on shoe now. shopping. Shoe but, shopping you know, but it would be but massage. Food, like a food, day, day spa. Food and coitus act. Oh, Jesus. So we're talking. Uh, so Red velvet cupcakes and cunnilingus day. You're, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. Uh, you know, Maybe the cunnilingus or the red velvet? Cunnilingus, I guess, would be there. Uh, <laughs> Maybe uh, they all want analingus. Well, secretly. I mean, listen, they just don't you, want to listen, ask for to it. each their own, you know, to each their own. Uh, I mean, that would be a special occasion kind of thing. You a fancy, wash your ass, a fancy salmon dinner as well. Salmon dinner. Mm-hmm. Fancy that, salmon dinner. Is that what the bitches are after these days? Uh, salmon dinner? I mean, and I've been out the game too long. Uh, you know, salmon the dinner. The classy dames, uh, you know, when you're courting a bitch, I guess, you bust out the salmon When you're courting a bitch, classy dames. Yeah, classy uh, days like being called a bitch. Uh, uh, courting a bitch. Salmon. So a salmon and no a, walleye. Salmon and a trip to you know Pleasure Town. You know what I'm saying? A trip to Pleasure Town. Yeah, that's how it is. Mm. I mean, it doesn't have the so you put a cunnilingus and analingus on the same menu and just call it Pleasure Town. I get it. I like where you're going. <laughs> I like where this is. It's good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> It's a good plan. In this way, it's ambiguous. It's Thanks. like, hey, baby, we're going to Pleasure Town. She's like, he's going to lick something. I get to choose. Duh. It's, it's it should simple. be It should be uh, food you like and lick something day. 
Well, you know, you know, it's 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 the same in a pleasure town day, I guess. In this case, is is a specific uh, specific instance. That's what it would be, you know. I mean, because I tend to date the bitches that would be into like a filet mignon over a over a salmon. Well, it's also like you gonna take you could take them out, you could cook it. You know, what I mean, you oh, I'm a cook. I'm yeah, a, I'm a cook. I'm, I'm cooking cook a salmon. Yeah, yeah, I cook, cook it. I'll, I'll make me a guy. So you can make a filet mignon. Jose oh, votes saying. chocolate. I think no, not Jose. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm missing it. I'm somebody in the Riffin. Uh, Riffopolis. Riffopolis. One of the they says they vote chocolate. So, but that's Valentine's Day, right? See, and it's like it's the see, it's the chocolates and anal. Yeah, you gotta go. Which for is you really you don't want to mix those two. Entree, baby. You need an entree, okay? You need an entree, and you need you could stick a head, stick a fist in them and throw chocolates in their face. That's romantic as fuck. Are you kidding me? Fisting and chocolate tossing? Come on, just now again. You gotta boom. build it. You gotta build it to your classy dame. You know what I'm saying? Now right. maybe you with a dame, a damey, in Pootie Tang words. Who uh wants to David uh, die tip a tie down yeah, right? chocolates. You know, maybe maybe she wants a, a quesadilla and a, a finger in the butthole to borrow a page from your book. Okay? Does that sound appealing to you, Mitch? You cook up you cook up you cook up your, your I name? Mean, quesadillas are like no offense to the Mexicans, but I mean that's not really highfalutin food. Mitch, I'm talking about what your lady wanted, Mitch. All right. Okay, if she was like, you could like, have a quesadilla any given day. I want, I want day. a quesadilla and a, a finger in the butt. You could have a quesadilla what, every day. I want a duck quesadilla. But you're not going to have a I goddamn a filet mignon every quesadilla. day. I want a duck quesadilla. Okay, well, that's, okay, there we go. High for loop. Now we're talking. Like, how you got to get talked into, oh, listen, woman, you can get the finger in the butthole, okay? But I'm just going to make you no regular ass quesadilla. This is a fucking special day. Oh, you want duck? Okay, I can do that. Yeah, that's fancy. That's fancy. Oh, you fancy, huh? But like, if you want like a Kobe beef uh, quesadilla. See, that's fancy. See? Yeah. Hey, you like, Kobe beef. Like, yeah. you just, like, shut down for a minute there. You're like, I know what? I, like, I had a bit of a Kobe beef. I went out with my lady, uh, like, a, like, a couple months ago. We, like, she had, she got a Kobe beef burger, and it was, like, the first time she had had it, and I had a little bit of it, and I was like, I get it. Shit is amazing. You know what I like? It's is, amazing. Uh, is I can't Kobe believe it. A Kobe, uh, a Kobe quesadilla? Dang. Kobe beef, beef shibari thing, that's, where they do that? the... When a, you go to like the Japanese restaurant, and the guy does the whole boom, and he's playing oh, around. Oh, that shit! Yeah, and they yeah, do the Kobe bo- beef. Yeah, uh, that shit is ballers. Kobe beef and rice and shit. Oh, oh, woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. The second BJ day, baby, is great. You know, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Are I'm you? Just, uh, uh, I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. Protect your life at all, but are you <laughs> celebrating? Are you going to be uh, celebrating? You know, uh, well, I will be celebrating. We'll do a lot of celebrating, and then, you know, I'm uh, celebrating uh, Salmon and Pleasure Town Day sometime in the immediate future there. It's just a whole bunch of days. So you didn't, do, you didn't do Salmon and Pleasure Town on Valentine's Day? Oh, we did a Valentine's. I cooked dinner on Valentine's. So you're giving was... this girl two Valentine's for one steak and one blowjob? No, I'm just doing it because I love her. All right. All and right. I think she deserves a day of fancy... She's a, I'm not saying a girl doesn't deserve yeah. some shit. I'm just saying. Now listen, I mean, not, gotta, as a dude, we got to go through a lot of work for a low this job. This one, this one is a, this one is a. We already established the parameters. This is just a, this is a personal "I love you, baby" kind of thing. I, you know hey. what I mean? But and for the sake of the you, the universe, equilibrium, you. right? For you little sake, romantic. For the sake, salmon pleasure. Town. A greater, you shut your face. Uh, <laughs> this is why I protect my life. I'll tell you, motherfuckers, nothing. Uh, Teddy, such a romantic. You know how you be working and not talking to people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's off the books, son. This one's off the books. This is under the table deal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cash yeah. in hand. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, you have to understand. Most of my professional life has been cash in hand under the table. Oh, deals, shit. So no, like, man. Yeah, like me, a, I, just I, the way that you said it, it's made it sound like you've said that at many a cash in hand transaction as it was being completed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you just looked at the cash in your hand to remember, like, yeah, that's cash right. in hand. <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. Yeah, that's no, I've, I've literally, yeah, I've, I've literally said yeah. when, when clients have offered up different, uh, you know, well, here's my offer for that deal or whatever have you, and I'll be like, cash in hand. And if they go, cash in hand, then I'm like, all right. But if they go, well, I'll write you a check, I'm like, all right, listen, you don't you know, seem to understand how this works. <laughs> when yeah. I say cash in hand, you say, that's right, off the books. Now, see, I held up my end of the bargain, you understand? Right. I have a hand here. I don't need the government getting in all up in my cheese. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Now, it, it looks to me like the other half of the equation, cash, is missing. <laughs> the end could be here at any moment. So I'm saying. If the cash was here. But the hand, you understand me, is a waiting. The hand always waits. The hand for the is going to be here. Okay. When the hand knows cash is coming, hand going to beat it. That's yeah. It. The hand gonna hand gonna hand out and, and wait for the cash. Hand go hand, son. Hand, hands go hand. <laughs> hands go to hand. You know how hands be handing. <laughs> this is this is fucking this Round is worse to live by. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Uh, yeah, I hope, so that's I hope other people in Ripopolis will also be uh, be able to engage in the joys <laughs> and the wonderment that is a steak and BJ day. Uh, recommended for all. Uh, yeah, to get in. Yeah. Um, I I will be uh, me you know if you were a woman if me, you were a lesbian and you really love uh, steak you could you could make your own steak in Pleasure Town Day yeah you steak steak and cuddling just steak. do it if you felt like Valentine's wasn't for you it's flexibility I think that I I think the only problem I have with the whole steak and BJ that I I'm way into it in theory yeah but a part of me would be immensely sad critical if, application immensely sad if I looked forward to it yeah so I'd be like. It's got to be just a fun thing, you know? No, I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, like I don't want to have to well, schedule blowjobs. No. Well, like, this is why I'm a single a man. Yeah, but you're you not know? scheduling, though. It, it's, the, it's the difference of being like, like I got I'm money gonna... in my pocket if I need a blowjob. I mean, not I'm like, about I don't need to schedule blowjobs. It's about setting aside a little time. I know, I know. I, you know me. I love, you know me. I love holidays. I've, I've, I've ranted about my love for all Dude, holidays many times. Where were you on Arbor Day? But okay, Arbor Day. <laughs> I think you mean arbitrary day. Oh, really. you bitch! Fair. Take it to the trees, Mitch. I'm Tell not it to plant- the redwoods. Where am I going to plant a fucking tree? I'm pretty sure there's like a, a city Tell ordinance against planting a tree in my front yard. I, Tell I don't it to know the what pines. You mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you did you plant a tree on Arbor Day? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> but I thought about it. I well, all right. Well, this see, that's year. what that's what holidays are for. Thinking about stuff. You know, just like, you know, hey, well played. Good point. Good point. Well played. Like, you're I don't right. you know what you're right. You know we me. should do something about all them trees disappearing. I don't uh, I, write I don't down. believe in, in arguing on Christmas. I will not argue on Christmas. Yeah, that's a good rule. You know, somebody argues on Christmas. I will do? leave. I leave, leave the room. Yeah, what I leave the room or the house. Yeah. I've left houses. You know, I've. If I'm staying at somebody's place and there's an argument breaking out, I go, you know what? You guys enjoy your Christmas. OK, I'm leaving. That's good. And I get in a car and drive the fuck away. I like that plan. Yeah. What? So what There's else have we got? No arguing on, on the, uh, Christmas. That, I, I approve of that. On the riffin, the state of the riffin. Oh, uh, okay. So we uh, we went over my difficulties as, as a host uh, with all the shit that I got going on. Got it sounds like I don't pay attention. All the hats. Uh, uh, we went over the advertising. I need to fix. Uh, I need it. Apparently, it works to get some sticky notes to put on my laptop that say "uh" and. Uh, 
like, and then I won't say uh and like as much. Oh, yeah? I need to do that because I'm really tired of my uhs and my likes. I, uh, I, I, uh, I, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> See? Uh is addicting. Uh, like happens when no, I get a little too many drinks in me and I'm in, on a roll and I'm just trying to buy time. Like, 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 you know, that kind of thing. The man who helped me to eliminate, I've slipped back into it recently, but I've always been very conscious of what I'm doing it uh, because it was so drilled into me by uh, my debate, my debate coach, my mentor, uh, one of my absolute favorite teachers of all time, uh, Mr. Henley. Uh, shout out to Mr. Henley, pulling it down in Houston, Texas, HISD. Woo! Uh, killing it, Lanier Middle School. You pups. go, sir. Let's do it. Um, you go. But he, whenever he ran uh, the debate team, and we, I was part of the first group that he started it with. Uh, I was in seventh and eighth grade, and he laid out a very clear policy to us. Uh, we had six weeks grading periods, you know. So he was very clear, and he said, uh, from now on, any time you use the word like in a non-appropriate fashion while speaking, I'm taking a full grade point off. Holy shit. Because you're debate. Yeah. So... I mean, and then people thought it was, you know, kind of thought it was a bit of a joke or whatever it would happen. And oh, then you would just no see joke. him. You would just see him make the note. And from, I mean, to, that was what just got my whole mind in terms of just being, I got to eliminate this shit. I got to eliminate it. So whatever it slips through the cracks is always that very active part of my brain that is just, it's just snipers trained on it. Just being, I can't believe you let that motherfucker through. Oh, I will let this one through. But the next one goes down, do you know? And then whenever I hear myself, I can just I can just take myself back to those classes and having to give speeches and listen to people and just seeing the fucking terror that spread on people's faces when they had to give it up and speak and just being and just saying, fuck, I got to get rid of it, which is why I always started using such a, you know, like and uh, ask such and things of that nature, whatever, and having to branch out into the language. I feel like I, 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 yeah, I credit yeah. that with being one of the things that triggered me into just sort of exploring words more. And just saying, all right, what else is out there that I can use so that I don't have this weird crutch to to fall on? In as much as. <laughs> apropos indubitably. <laughs> in apropos of nothing, right. let me just say this. Yes. Uh, I go for the long winded approach. Uh, but that's that's something that definitely I, I can I can I'll push you on, Mitch. I'll write those. I'll steal some post-it notes for you. I'll put it on there for you. <laughs> take it from the corporate job. I'll take it from the corporate job. What's up? I'll do it, man, Mitch. Yeah, corporate espionage. Got some we'll post-its, motherfucker. Let's do that. Hey, hey, you need some post-its or what? That's the other thing, too, is I Go feel like... Uh, is that what that is? is no, that, it looked like, the, it looked like a very code. long accordion. Like, hey. oh, I love that. I really want to do that one time. I want to be on film. <laughs> so, just being a man. No, baby, you need a toothbrush to shave. What you need? Just, I got all you get. You know just like Low crazy, drive. like crazy conspicuous, you know, with a fucking trench coat on. And just pulling out the most absurd items I possibly Now, does the rule out. about black men in hoodies after midnight also apply to trench coats anytime? Yeah. Trench coats anytime. If you're not, if you're standing in a trench coat in any location, if you're not in perpetual movement, you've automatically become the most suspect person there. Okay. All right. All I right. feel like that's the rule. If you're standing in a location in a trench coat, particularly a park. You're very suspect. I'm like thinking the, the classiest black dude in a trench coat was in Unbreakable with Samuel Jackson's character. You didn't trust that motherfucker. I didn't trust the shop. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I would never no, trust no, that dude. No. But I mean, no. at least he was classy. He wasn't trying to sell anything out of the trench coat. Although I feel like these days, like trench coats, like, hey, I'm going to show you my penis. I'm going to sell you something. Or yeah, I got whatever a gun. happened to the trench coat salesman? 
The trench coat salesman, the trench coat con artist. Right, right. Falling out of that used to be a, a, oh, that's, a that's trope. A, I, I do believe. I, I do believe it would be a trench coat tinkerer. Ooh, because he's selling you little you know, trinkets and stuff. I like that. But that used to be a fucking staple, man. They don't see. I don't see that on shows anymore. I don't see anybody getting their grift on with trench coats. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah, we'll bring it back. What if some dude? I would love to be a dude in a trench coat, and I just open that bitch up, and there's just like iPhones hanging from my <laughs> trench coat and iPads. Best Buy Express, I motherfucker. Just had, I just had tablets and fucking like noise canceling headphones and shit. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I got the new uh, sharper image, baby. I got the new sharper image. I want something. Did sharper image go out of business? I think they did. I think that's. A, I think they're. Dated I was going to let it slide, but I mean. I think they're gone. Yeah, that's, that's the case of the old sharper ones. image. I.e., everything tells time and vibrates. Yeah, that's what I figured. Sharper out about. image was one of those stores that I wanted to have. Mo- like I just like I just want money right now, so right. I can just go into yeah. this and just just buy everything. It, and everything they sold away, eventually by like the last it. five years of the thing, it was like, and it tells time and it vibrates. <laughs> yeah, and you can take it in the shower. Yeah, they and also it, yeah, rolled out. It's waterproof. Yeah, uh, it tells time shower. and it vibrates. Yeah, that was it. Basically. Like, it, this is a comb. Yes, but it tells time it vibrates and you can take it in the shower. Yeah. Well, I can already take my comb. Yes, but does it tell time? Does it vibrate? Right. Okay. Okay. That's good. Doubles up in the Sky Mall. Uh, Sky Mall is the only other magazine I have. It was Sharper Image and Sky Mall. Oh, man. That's Sky it. Mall. I'm going to get yeah. Sky Mall money someday, son. Somebody it. had posited the other day that Amazon was the new Sky Mall. Get out of here. Which is true. It's not the same. They don't the advertise same. it the same way. But Amazon does a weird thing where it's like, kind of pisses me off that it, i'm always logged into amazon because like i search just weird shit anyway amazon or otherwise right. and i'll go on amazon and it's like oh you're looking for double-ended dildos we have a wide variety i'm like you gotta keep that off my front page that was just the last <laughs> thing i searched for like I'll, I'll pull up amazon right now and see what the fuck and the see if i have to explain why the fuck it's showing whatever it's my, show. my difference i guess with sky mall and amazon and maybe it's not maybe the difference is minimal now because i you know You've got Wi-Fi and planes. Yeah, more recommendations for you. Like, I just bought RAM the other day. So now it's showing me, like, oh, you should buy some RAM. And the scrubs, I already bought all the scrubs. I don't need that anymore. And then, like, some microphone shit because, you know, I bought some stuff for this podcast. And then, as you see, all this computer shit because, again, I bought RAM. More scrubs. And then studio monitors because I actually am planning to buy those. Um, You know, and then all of a sudden now there's shoes Got some books. You see? Shoes because I searched for shoes earlier. Tough break. Right here Should've on the show. Should have never done it. <sighs> See, I guess it was Sky, like Amazon, though. You got to like, you got, you, you're looking at Amazon. You don't, I feel like the perusal factor is different for Amazon. That's versus true. They Sky don't Mall. have the browsing because the same Sky way. Because with SkyMall, it was, you know, and I mean, I guess that's things you now. never thought you would ever right. want or need. And then you're just flying. You can't go anywhere, you know. You've run out of your own magazines. Or Wait you don't a minute. Have... A poker table with a built in chips you know, holder? You're telling me I can, well, I can get. I can get a bowl of chips in the middle. <laughs> And then there's a dip bowl, and then there's no two way. different dip bowls. No way! In the middle of the pot. And it opulence. vibrates and tells time. Oh, get right out this of town. This is opulence. This is opulence. And the thing about Oh, it and was, now they have a floating version? I can oh, get motherfucker. The world's largest crossword puzzle? <laughs> it would take up my whole wall? <laughs> Three rooms? I always imagine like, a crossword that'd puzzle? Like, that'd be Who a wallpaper. Who that, son? <laughs> Somebody, Nobody. Somebody's like, that's yeah, your wallpaper right you know, there. You know what? Like, hey, you guys want to come over and complete my world largest? Who is cross- flying? I mean, they plane. have the skymall.com. You know what goes to skymall.com? I'm, I'm there right now. How's it look? Uh, it doesn't count, bro. I got to circle things in the magazine. 
I gotta, I gotta, look at that, that shit sucks. That looks like the shit, look, if you had no idea that Sky Mall was the awesomest magazine of all time, you saw this website, you'd be like, well, just another site on the internet, you know? Right, right. But it's uh, Sky Mall. Pet products, that's where it gets weird. Pet Hold products, there's gonna be weird. some weird stuff. No, I think it also gets weird with all the, like, the Lord of the Rings swords and, like, the, the that stuff. There's a lot of that stuff. Hold on, there's a, there seems to be, I think this looks yeah, like I a can... treadmill for your dog, but I could be wrong. That's that what it looks like. That dog. That looks like a treadmill yeah, for your dog. Like, just tell me right? that's an incline for an arth- arthritic dog. Don't tell me that's a treadmill. <laughs> Don't tell me that you're gonna buy a treadmill for your dog. There's a porch potty. Uh, you know, it's, it's fake grass that a dog they had all that shit cool on. spy shit man yeah see the pet ramp oh yeah the spy shit was cool that's what i'm saying dude you could be on you could be on a, f- a four-hour flight with a sky mall magazine and by the time you touch down right and you could be like i am going to buy all of these things how much money is that wow that is thirty-seven thousand dollars. you know what though I'm going to do it. I need a giant gumball machine. And, and it's a difference between like in Amazon, you had to, you know, you could put your basket together, put your shopping cart together. Well, that's why Amazon was big on this one click thing, right. which is, by the way, a little bit scary because I have it when you're when you're Amazon Prime it automatically selects like the. So if the you best click it, shipping. it buys it. It just and it ships it because like I have on Amazon Prime, you have free two day shipping. Right. And I think it's like two dollar one day shipping. So if I hit buy now one click, I can set my preference for which one I want it to pick. And I just have it set for the two day. So if I hit buy now with one click, there's a guy putting my shit in the box, like right after I hit the button. Because they'll email me 20 minutes later, <laughs> like sentence. Amazon has uh, sent you a package. And I was like, I just bought that. So like if I if I make a bad drunk decision, I'm like, oh, fuck. shit. Oh, yeah. damn. I didn't mean to buy. It. I didn't need. I don't need a Moo actually right now. But I do need that pogo stick. I mean, who doesn't need a pogo stick? Moon shoes. It lights bro. up. Moon shoes. Oh, dude, moon shoes. Those were, by the way, a big lie. You think to yourself, oh, that would be awesome. But no, it doesn't feel like, I mean, I've never been in zero they were, gravity. They were but much I mean, bulkier, man. Moon shoes were one of the greatest lies that we were ever sold. No, I got a bigger one. Hold on. You ready? X-ray specs. Mm, that's good. Man, that's up there. I mean, I the very few comics I read as a kid, they all sold X-ray specs, and they always showed the guy looking at the girl walking across the street. And you were always like, "Really? You think?" I feel like Moon Shoes has a more some... universal appeal than X-ray specs. You think so? Really? I don't think any girls are buying X-ray specs, bro. I know, but okay, maybe universal. But our chicks are like, "Hey, Moon Shoes." Yes, uh, everyone loves Moon Shoes. But theoretically, but then you put them on, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, these things suck." <laughs> These trampolines on my feet. Are it some was bullshit. basically like putting bricks on your feet, except someone had like glued a bunch of marshmallows to the bricks, and they're like, "Nah, the marshmallows make the bricks lighter." Yeah, yeah. Like, just jump. You're not jumping high enough. But you could jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm a son of a bitch. No, I uh, the X-ray specs thing was weird because then what it turned out was this weird like. It was basically 3D gone too far, so it would it would it would melt the for the. For the younger kids out there, they yeah, don't know. Yeah, the X-ray specs, basically, what it, was, it was sort of like 3D in that, you know, it was sort of 3D glasses, you know, one red, one blue, and they'd be off by 35 millimeters, which is the distance of your eyes, so that they would meld together and sort of make a 3D effect. Now, X-ray specs had a similar kind of thing, but they were sort of almost rainbow colored. And so if you put your hand in front of your face, you'd get the illusion that you were looking at the bones in your hand just because of the fact that your hand was now sort of split into these two different color prisms and 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 uh, distance by about 35 millimeters. And because the colors were so different, it sort of 
You could do the same thing by staring, by, by holding your hand in front of your face and looking at a wall in the distance, and you'd see that your hand sort of doubled and uh, it, basically very similar to that. A cheap effect, and, and many a horny young boy, <laughs> not myself per se. No, never. Uh, was greatly disappointed. What you really thought it was X-rays, bro? Did you buy in? I mean, decoder rings might be good. I too. didn't buy them from the comic books, decoder but I remember, I remember good. like Spencer gifts or something. I don't, somebody had uh, some some little novelty store had little X-ray specs, and I was like, you know, I've always wondered about these, you know. And uh, I'm just looking over because I had a lot of like articles I was I was going to get to, but I'm like, well, I don't know. Some of these might be better to wait till we have a guest. Yeah. So, so do you, this is my 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 thing uh, for the, the the riffing, and I don't know where the fuck my lighter went. Um, but I don't know. I have a lighter. I had one. In it's also, that one right yeah, there. That's uh, for the for the moment. Mine. Oh Moses! I took my eye <laughs> off the ball for a second. Um, <laughs> I I I wonder with our guest. Uh, you and I've talked about this before too, but uh, I guess the balance between just riffing. Versus the expositional, you know, hearing about them as the guest and their right, thing right. or whatever, you know. So I guess I guess that's the other thing I always think about, too, in terms of... And I know for a lot of other podcasts, it seems much more straightforward or interview-oriented, you yeah, know? Yeah, As opposed to just being... And I feel like that's something... I don't know if it's... I mean, and like other comedy podcasts, at least it seems like it's more set and scripted in a lot of ways, or it's bits. I can tell you together. Like where I'm going. I mean, what I've found with some podcasts is some of them start off with like the hosts uh, kind of bantering with each other, going over like what's going on in their lives or whatever have you. And this goes with radio shows as well. Right. And apparently the guest just sits there. The whole time. Some of them have like a lobby and stuff, but then there's some of them that do actually do it like out of a house or apartment. Right. And the guest is just sitting there off to the side. And I'm like, that just feels weird. That's really weird. Uh, so there's that way to do it. And then they kind of get into interview stuff. For me, uh, and I did a little bit with like uh, Chris Kid Reed and I did it with Chris Williams, is, um, you know, when I did my internet TV show, it was basically, you know, Johnny Carson sort of thing. It was a Tonight Show sort yeah. of thing where it was a variety show, blah, 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 and interviews, and we would do different, uh, you know, stunts and things like this. And, uh, but that was, in that situation, it was like, okay, they almost every guest came from some different background to some degree. They had a different kind of occupation and I could do some research on them. Oh, you're a band. Let me look up your whatever have you. And, uh, some of them I was familiar with their work and things like this. Whereas like with this show, it's almost predominantly, almost entirely comedians. Um, and they're not necessarily, I'm not always familiar with their work. I've seen them perform maybe once or twice or something like that. Um, or I've never seen them before in my life. Uh, if I know enough about them ahead of time, then I will get kind of more interviewee where I'm like, oh, I actually have questions regarding something that you said here and some things you said there. And you can catch in past episodes. Right. Uh, Daniel Stewart, I had some questions for her because yeah. I, I'd watch her act. And I was like, I've seen you a few times. Now I can think of all the things I wanted to ask you. Um, and... So if if I, I guess the thing is if I if I feel like oh I have some actual questions I'm not just going to be like so you're a comedian like let's an, talk about you know, your jokes yeah let's which let's I kind I mean how I kinda, did you get into it like I enjoy I, boring, I enjoy you know? the more of it's almost coincidental that you get personal bits in that traditional structured format 
Right. But I feel right. like I'm listening to the episodes. You know, like I went back and I was uh, briefly listening uh, uh, to the Keenan episode today. And, uh, you know, I, I listened to the, it took me a little bit to finish uh, Jeremy's episode as well, too. But I remember listening to it. It's like, it's almost, it's almost an afterthought to what's going on that you find out about Keenan going to the South and that whole thing right, and the right. robbery stuff or whatever, you know. But I feel like it's, I feel like it's for the best. Like, even with Chris. Chris Williams, both of the Chris's, I guess, Kid and uh, and and Williams. It's it was more of like their biographical stuff came out uh, as a compliment to getting to see their personality while just riffing and in this very laid back, stripped down environment. I right, guess. right. And I guess that's one of the other things too. Is it seems like there's a lot more. I don't want to say polish necessarily. It's not, I, but structure. I think in that sense from. Versus what kind of goes on here, do you know? Right, right. I mean, what I what I dig is that I I feel like I think back to the imp- it, it, to, to hearing Umberto hearing somebody Gino off the record, off the cuff, not doing their material and right. not just answering interview questions that they've been asked a thousand times before. Right. It's always to me been more fascinating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you get, you know, uh, that's the best you know sort of advertising they're going to get for their career. It's right. like listen to how funny he was just sitting with some dudes, you know, getting high and telling jokes right. about whatever the fuck. And nobody knows where anything's going to go. Right, it's almost like, and then if you do hear something that turns out to be something that they've done on stage, you're kind of like, whoa, fuck, like that, like, wow, that works so well in the conversation, you know? Like, it doesn't even sound like a joke. It just sounds like you're talking. Right, right. Which I always thought that's interesting, you know, but... I just, I thought that that's a weird, because like, I've... So do you want to get more interviewing? No, I'm saying I don't. I don't necessarily. I just think that it's a very distinct thing. Uh, in terms of how it happens on this show versus what I feel like happens on a lot of other shows, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just the sense that it's a lot more free-flowing, and I feel like because of that, you get a greater insight. I think you mean people. you feel that. Not like. Sorry. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel that Damn it, it I'm sorry, great, Mr. Henley. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you feel as though... Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, your uh, feelings you get, are such that right. It's a greater, and then I feel, I feel when you do see that person, you know, if you see them perform or you hear something from, you know, you, when you see their actual work, you go, you don't just see the work, you also see the mentality or the person, you know, that went behind it or that went into it, you know, in terms of its creation and stuff. So I don't want it to be more interview. I don't, I don't want that. Which I guess, you know, in my own time, I'm, it's, I've always been like, well, do we do more? Because we've had, you've mentioned before with the guests mm-hmm. and uh, some of the feedback we've got, we don't focus as much on the guests or whatever. But I mean, I, I would think though that it just, it just kind of comes out when it comes out. And also, I mean, it is a lot of, uh, of comedians coming through as well. And it's just, that's kind of how it is. You know, you just fucking, you, you you don't it's not really so much about the biographical right, as it right. is just the personable you know yeah yeah so no I mean you know everybody knows how to riff kind of thing. yeah and when they don't it's like what are you gonna do I'm not gonna pick it up for you and yeah. interview you now because you're not yeah a we're good not yeah. riffer and I think that's other thing too what kind of podcast is it is it an interview podcast is it more of like you just find out about someone while you are just being thoroughly entertained you know yeah it's not the goal for you to learn all these brilliant insights into who this person is or whatever. And, and when they do come, it, I, I think it stands out even more because that's not what it's about, you know? And so you do get this sort of very unvarnished uh, peek into someone. And then it's you know, surrounded by all these other things that, you know, support this new insight you've gleaned. So, 
I think that's there, man. I don't know. Fuck the questions. In conclusion. Well, I do want to have, like, for instance, I want to have Jesse Case back on because he's got some uh, and some very interesting material in his. Jesse act Case recently. is very, very eager to uh, get back to Riffin headquarters. Now, uh, dude, I he, when he gets back in town, he wants to he wants to come by. So we should definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, his 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 most recent material goes very personal, and I dig where he's going with it. So I'm gonna I think like, he sit down with him and go like, "Hey, he wants to talk some let's talk stuff. about that." He wants to talk about that. He mentioned so good, good because uh, that would be you know it's a meeting of the minds. Yeah. Be good stuff. From the people who brought you creeping and rolling too deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Man, you remember that episode well. It's uh, a good episode. That's a real good episode. Yeah. Um, let's see. I did have, I have a, a weird kind of personal one. Uh, just something that like, I guess, I guess I could discuss it off the air, but I mean, it, it may as well discuss it on the air. Is that. Uh, well, I'll play. I'll play real quickly uh, a, a chunk of something I did, and then a chunk of something somebody else did, and we'll do a little comparison because I'm a little like I'm not sure how to handle this. Okay, I, I need some uh-oh, sort of. Uh-oh. Here we go. I sort of need some advice, and also want to prepare yourself. I want to pre- 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 uh, We may declare prepare war. my argument. Okay, so you you may recall, for instance, uh, let's see here. Hopefully, YouTube is not going to be a whore to me right now. I hope this is not what I think it is. I think it. I think it probably is. Damn it! It is. So, if you remember, it's better than their uh, the current commercial. I don't know. So I, I did a, a video talking about Febreze. Blindfold people on the street. And the free Febreze commercials. I hear it loud. I've seen this. It disturbed me heavily. They blindfold people on the street and they stick them in this fucking dilapidated basement on this just playing a bit black so you get used to be blue couch. And, and people are like, oh my god, this. This is fucking. I love the smell of my face and whatever I can smell. But after a few minutes, nobody's responding. They didn't send Febreze representatives into that room. So they, in trepidation, take off the blindfold. And there's just a look of horror on their face. As well, there should be. I thought I was taking part in a, a Febreze experiment. <laughs> now I'm in a rape dungeon. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, that's was, the basics. I'm glad you of gave mine. me the rape dungeon. That's good. Yeah. So that was uh, that was my little Febreze bit. This now, is what I was afraid of. Was it okay? Well, play then. me the next exhibit. Now the other day, uh, some people who have been on our show uh, put together a video. Where they do a a parody of the Febreze experiment commercial, and uh, and it, it frighteningly similar. Hold on, I'll I'll play just some some highlights from it, provided that the goddamn thing wants to work. Oh, whoops! You're not even seeing it. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. What am I still doing here? Hello? I gotta... I gotta go. Still smells great. But I'm kind of frightened. Seriously, why am I still here? I got a job interview at Arby's in about two hours. <coughs> it's so dusty in here. Wow. Hello? I gotta go 
don't meet my mom. Where the <laughs> fuck am I? Get me the fuck out of here. She's in town. We're gonna go to to Marie Callender's. <laughs> Can I just go home? God! Shut up the goddamn stove on. Do you see it? I need my meds. I need them. Never doing this shit again for you guys, okay? Never. <laughs> fuck you doing in my house? Still smells good. Though. Right, this is the part oh, that gets me. You're wearing my sex nugget. <sighs> oh, smells good. Absolutely like a Marie Kellner. Your place is really dirty. And uh, you know what? Truthfully, I just used this room for rape. All right. Uh, how do I, do I, I mean, you, 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 you said I knew you'd bring this up. So apparently you saw this and thought, no, I didn't see that. Well, I've never seen the second video. Oh, I just, I was, I was just dreading that some, that your, I you was, said like, I know what this I is. I knew that you was going to somehow be based on your Febreze video. Oh. That was my intuition because it's so good. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, it's a fucking phenomenal, phenomenally well done. The joke is tremendous. So I had... My hunch was that somehow whatever was going to be going up against that. Hmm. So what do I? Uh, I mean, do I? Do I? Hey, do I? Hey, Jose, what? What the fuck? I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. I mean, it's. I mean, I. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's like on the one hand, like yeah, it's not. Yeah, everybody watches those commercials and I think thinks the same thing. And I think that's. I mean, it's when yeah. I wrote the joke, I was like, and people laugh at it. I'm like, yeah, everybody yeah. thought so the same is, thing. It's yeah, like it's creepy. Sure. It's pretty. It's I mean, a pretty that's why the joke works though, because there is that like when you say rape dungeon. I mean, it's like yeah, it's a rape dungeon. I mean, that is that is <laughs> what it is, right? So I mean, it's just something I I just go. Eh, ah, they do know, their I just, thing. They I do, do my thing. thing. You know, it's two very different products, I guess. Uh, one's like one. Yours is more of a of a. Of a distillation of, of of absurdity uh whereas the other one is you know diving into it from the sense of of uh caricaturing you know whereas yours is it's two very different things i would say you know okay yeah. so uh-huh. i mean yeah, you know. i mean yeah, i don't I, I don't think that anything needs to be done i just yeah. was like i had to be like youtube you take it down <laughs> you bastard release the kraken uh yeah, no, I just I saw it and I was like, uh, it just it was a weird like what Literally, do I yeah. do I say something? It was a it was a weird feeling, you know. And then the rape joke at the end kind of was like, really the rape joke? It is a rape dungeon though. I mean, it's a, yeah, I mean if anything, I think it's a I think it's a testament to the very poor planning of Febreze. Uh, that that they could so easily uh put their product uh and associate it with something. It is clearly reminiscent of some sort of rape dungeon. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that was my whole point. In conclusion, uh, everyone on Fabrice's marketing team fired. <laughs> Needs to be fired. Uh, at least place on a leave of absence. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, okay, so I've got... Um, did you hear about Olivia Munn uh, and her, her now, sex I've, There's like something, I guess, I like... I saw that's like something happened, but I mean, damn, it feels like all the time people like it's it's crazy. I, I feel like people's phones are getting hacked or leaked or whatever. Sometimes it's leaked. There's a lot of shit that gets hacked. But I think it's just grotesque. Uh, I think that shit is that shit is terrible. But what I know that there's like something with her going on. So who? what is it exactly? It's uh, well, what's what's interesting about Olivia Munn's little, you know, nude pics released or whatever is that. And now, I, were they re- how were they released? What, when we say release, what do we mean? I release? mean, it was a hack. I mean, okay, you know, that's a right, difference right, from release. That's fair. That's fair. A uh, hack and a release. 
What, what's weird about it is that normally it's just like, okay, here's just you a, release the album. So. Here's just here's just so and so's titties or 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 ass or pussy or whatever, right? And he's like, okay, it's one of their cell phone pics that got taken. Now Olivia Munn, I, the only reason I bring this up, not to be like, hey, let's let's poke into their private life, but hey, it's out there. I'm not the one to start it. So okay, uh, but this was strange because all over her photos was were like were like textual instructions for what she wanted the guy she was sending these photos to to do to various parts of her body in in graphic detail, which was did she she well that's the thing. A hacker wouldn't bother to do that because you'd immediately be like, what the fuck are you doing? And she does tend to post photos like her dog and her house or different things and like use this program called um, uh, Skitch where you can write things on top of photos and put arrows and smiley faces and shit like that. She uses that like all over her Twitter stream. Okay. And so it kind of makes sense that she like this is how she sends out nudes is like with like graphic instructions and I'm a big fan of this, so I really was less about Olivia Munn and more about this this uh, this uh, new term skitching. Now that now that the, instead of sexting, they're calling it skitching. Her her intimate uh, uh, you know sexual escapades have been revealed. You are intrigued. I mean, you know, look, I'll I'll show you the things because there's no there's no nudes on this screen, so I can I can show this on the okay. air, and I'll just read off some of the things. Uh, so the first picture, it says, finger me in the doorway, lick my tight asshole and choke me so hard I can't breathe. Pull my hair, push my head down, shove your big long dick in my mouth so I, so deep I tear up, tear up and choke, slap my pussy till I come. Okay, so this is, uh, this is purportedly what she writes on top of her images. images. There's more, but this yeah. is just, this is just for starters. Right. Okay. Uh, the next photo says, fuck me in the ass slow and good. It hurts me, but you won't stop because you know how bad I want it and how good it feels to force your dick inside my tight ass. Slide your raw, perfect dick inside my tight, wet, warm pussy that I've saved just for you. On top of me, dick in my pussy. It's so good, I can't take it. You grab my face. Uh, look at me with the fucking look in your eyes. And tell me to take it like a big girl. Come so deep inside me. It, it goes on from there. All right. That's, 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 I think, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But, like, I you know, it. there's... there's there's more uh, such things. I'm begging you to slap my ass so hard I cry, and there's a big arrow to her ass. Uh, so she, it's like you fuck so my pussy like you know it's all these. yours. Uh, so she supposedly made these. Is that what? Yeah, it is? that's that's uh, ostensibly that's the case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, All right. We've, uh, okay. Uh, I've so got, that's, okay. That's, I, okay. That's, 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 that's what's going that's, on. That's, so that's that's, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting new thing is this sketching idea where somebody writes things on top. Now I feel like that's. That's got to be worse to, to uh, cuz if somebody just finds a nude you can be like oh that's my friend Sarah or whatever the fuck but uh if there's instructions on top of them and and like in some of them it's well, like it's dear Chris you know uh choke me really hard and I all this I think this the bigger stuff. thing man is just the fact that Oh you're going to go all privacy with this I'm not it's not okay. what do you mean privacy dude like I think it's a weird mm-hmm. fucking thing that that the you just get your shit hacked like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that happens all the time now. It's just such a, it's just such a trite thing that we just kind of shrug our shoulders and like, oh yeah, that's right. Some uh, like someone got there. Someone got a phone hacked, and now her fucking all of her sex is just out there. You know? I mean, like, it's less of the privacy. I mean, like, fuck, that's a te- that's terrible. That's a terrible thing, man. Yeah, what we talked about before the 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 I guess privacy I just think is it's going weird, the way of the dodo. But bird. that's not even privacy anymore, though. That's like a that's like a straight up. That's more of a malicious act, I guess. I'm with you. 
I'm not. I guess. Look, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm merely. I only brought this up because I wanted to discuss this. this Her actual this sketching, sketching idea. thing. Okay. Yeah, like right. I'm we'll not talk about the sketching. Uh, I'm not. You're well, not. All right. The okay. girl wants to send nudes to her to her boyfriend with instructions. Yeah, she should be able to not, do that shit. By all means, and I'm not judging her. I don't even know anything about her, so I have no opinions on the on the woman. I don't think that it's nice that somebody did that. Uh, I, I'm not saying she deserved it. Nothing a, like that. It's a rabble rouse, Mitch. My, I, uh, my, 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 uh, my lady believes that she uh, hacked it herself. Put it out there in the news to get the people talking about her. No, yeah, one of those, those I've heard that before. I mean, it's not very unlikely, I guess. Depends. I mean, it's weird because it's like uh, you, you get in that thing. is like, well, back in the day, the, the, the big hacks back in the day that happened with like uh, Fred Durst's phone and, and Paris Hilton's phone. Scarlett Johansson had someone investigated by the FBI. Yeah. Put Scarlett. away. It's it's a weird thing where you're like, well, you th- you can't just if they just on your phone, n- nobody can get them. They right. would need to go into your phone and grab them and send them to themselves. Right. So you'd have to put them on somewhere to hack a phone. You can't just hack a phone like that. Like when Paris Hilton, she had her phone hacked and stuff, right? I mean, I, I suppose if they if they were jailbroken and they turned SSH on and they forgot to turn their uh, change their root well, password, isn't she a bit know, of a yeah. tech kind of? She's a kind of a, isn't she one of those like kind of not really? I guess. Is she like traded on that image a well, little I bit? Well, I guess I'm saying is like, okay, if, the, if you, you could technically hack an iPhone remotely and like grab images from the yeah. thing, but they would have to jailbreak the phone and they'd have to turn on what's called SSH and they would have to not change their root password, which is silly because they're all the same for every iPhone yeah. ever. It's always been Alpine in lowercase. I mean, it's, it seems, it seems. So, like- you know, if you know enough about all those things, yeah. One of the big warnings they tell you all over when you're jailbreaking is, like, hey, change your root password. It's very easy. Click this and type in a new password. I mean, it seems very effective if you are, if you, with so somebody. So I'm guessing that there's, you'd have to put it on an online service. Now, I don't okay. know if Sketch, okay. for instance, is an online but service that, or if that's just a thing. But the but, actual, you know. like, her sending, like, let's say that this is what she does. That's, that's her, that's her, that's her sexual proclivity, you know? I mean,. That's, well, that yeah. strikes me as a very, I guess if you, you know, you got, you got your needs that you want to get met, that seems like a very effective manner to have them met. Very explicit. There's no ambiguity, I guess. If someone can't follow that message, yeah. then you could show them the door. I have a, I have, a, I have an issue with women giving me instructions. Now, uh, what is that all about? Uh, you know what it is? Uh, I'm big on the, uh, rapey. I'm big on the oh. element of surprise. I'm big on the element of surprise. That is actually very rapey. I know. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking like, as soon as I say this, Ted, you know like, what, Whoa, Mitch? hold on. And now. you know what? Yeah, I go always. I always tell you if you didn't put I that know, in I, there, it I wouldn't sound as it, bad. But I just in my head, I'm thinking I know where Teddy's going to go with this moment. But I guess what I'm saying is like. It's like, if I'm just doing what you tell me to do, that ain't that special. What's what do you, mean? you can't put a flavor like on a it? romantic thing? Like to me, a romantic it like like a Valentine's Day whatever isn't quite as romantic as like the next week doing something like that. You know what I mean? That's because I, I see your point, you know what I'm right? saying because it's like well you weren't expecting it but it doesn't even it's not even less of like the I mean part of it too is 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 it doesn't seem to be instructions so much as no it is. I know I know but I, I guess uh, like, like for instance when I've had girlfriends r- or even just dates if, if they're recap. like if they're like oh you know when we get back we're gonna fuck now what would you like, what would you prefer uh, though Mitch? I don't like, want to I don't want to fuck now let's say that you had somebody that you were just getting it on with regularly. Just doing the damn thing with, all right? It doesn't mean that you got all the, you know, you right, just okay. got a regular, got like, a regular sexual partner. Uh, uh, one of the harem, I get it. One, yeah, one of your sure. coitus uh, fellows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Fellows. Uh, 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 
uh, in the general sense. Uh, but would you prefer a text message being like, oh, yeah, I loved it when you blah, 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 blah. Or would you prefer the sketch thing and just having it all out there like that? Words and pictures. I will tell you, I have, I have fucked what, up. What I have would, fucked up so many times with the sexting. Uh, uh, you know, if somebody texts me afterwards saying, I, also like, I like, enjoyed such and such a thing. I just don't like I appreciate it, but I don't know really how to respond. And I and I fucked up with some girl years ago. We like hooked up and then she was, you know, texting me the next day like, oh, we had so much fun last night, blah, blah, blah. And I'm still wet or whatever the fuck. And uh, and I just and I was like, yeah, and, like, I don't know what the fuck to say. And she had said something like you, you, you strike me as the kind of person who would drive me crazy all night long or something like that. I was like, doesn't usually take me all night to drive somebody insane. Boom, pow. But I don't mean like in a sexual sense. I, know I meant like in a, because I'm annoying. Yeah. Um, well, I'm annoying. No. And so that's I, that was my sort of joke. And she was kind of, uh-huh. And then she had said something else. And I, I gave an equally terrible reply because I'm just not good at that. I just don't I, like I, I feel cheesy as fuck sexting. But I appreciate reading them. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So and I'm not. I guess the other thing, would you make, because that's what I'm thinking. And next week we will have a uh, opportunity to discuss these kind of things. Uh, I guess it will be a, uh, a lady. A lady oh, comic. Good. Uh, my, my friend that I mentioned before, um, who's uh, one of my names. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, she's great. She's in town now. So uh, I just, uh, we just locked that down. So she'll be on, uh, she'll be on next Monday. Um, hey, Jackie. Uh, you don't even know shout this. out to Jackie. Uh, you don't even know this is happening right now. Um, but um, so we'll, I would love to hear what she had to say about something like this. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, she is, she's absolutely. a lesbian as well, too. So that would be very perfect. interesting. That's, oh, perfect. Um, but I think it's like, would I don't I think know. that makes our first gay guest. Does it? I think so. Well, I'll Thinking be damned. Back. I'll be damned. Um, We've had like two bisexual guests, two or three, but never full a blood, gay one. Full, full blood, yeah. Uh, but nobody I, went all in on that chip. Yeah, yeah. I my thing is that I'm wondering if that would be as effect. I guess it goes back to I'm thinking about what you would always say about like you know we always talk about dick shots, and it's like you can't yeah, just yeah. send a dick shot. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, yeah. uh, uh, they have, a woman has to have an attachment to, and then all the memories flood back. So yeah, I'm thinking yeah. like this, like if you were going to send a dick shot to somebody, yeah. Like, and you knew them well, you know, like, because usually if you're a guy doing the picture thing, it doesn't really, I don't really think it works. I guess maybe it does. I don't know. But it's, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it depends. It depends. It depends. I mean, you know, um, I mean, I've, 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 but I'm wondering, like, nobody's ever you, asked could you? you do this, though? Like, if you were just a dude, like, just doing all, like, abs and just, like, sexy time and biceps and stuff, and you were just, like, writing all this graphic stuff, like, pin you up against the wall and just thrust deep inside of you, whatever, you know what I mean? Does that... Would you do something like that, Mitch? Was this something that you would go up your alley? No, you would never do. I would never do that. Mitch. Well, because <laughs> I also that's I, that's not really my that's not compatible with my sexuality, really. But putting things together, words and images, <laughs> <laughs> telling them to do things to me. That, okay, like, fine. What if you're just recapping up? a session? What if it's just a session recap? Uh, I, what happens in the red room stays in the red room. Ah, uh, of course, I forgot. You yes, know, I'm yes, yes, kind of because uh, you get hacked. No, 
that's not so much the hacking. I mean, you know, I will say when I've sent dick pics, I immediately delete them from the library and from the message. Do you take a cab to that person's house and then (laughs) they're like looking at it? You'd be like, you saw it. Boom. Punch him in the face and then delete it off of there. No, I just I just delete it from my phone so that. Uh, you know, it's there's no evidence. It's like uh, it, it if was, if they later go, <laughs> "Hey, P.S. This is Mitch's cock." Like, all right, like first off, good luck proving it. Right, a cock's a cock's cock. I mean, yeah, it, oh, you'll Mitch. everybody. Well, I would say everybody, but I talk about my, that, I, <laughs> that I pierced it. Everybody knows what my cock looks like. Uh, I've talked about my cock being pierced many times, and then I shave. So I suppose if you saw a shaved crotch and a pierced cock, it, yeah, okay, you got two parts that yeah, maybe lend credence Bitch, to. How it. many be. parts do you need to identify a cock? I feel like if you got well, one, if you saw like any like if I took a shot where like my chest tattoo was showing, well, I mean that's you know you got me pinned. So that's why I make sure that's not showing. And then I got I have a tattoo on my wrist to make sure that you no know, hands, no hands. No, I just I just make sure that the wrist isn't showing or I'll take the rings off. No or hands. I mean, you know. I told you how I feel about that. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I'm I'm careful to uh, hide <laughs> hide certain things that would be would be very obvious uh, that it was me. Yeah. But uh, but you know, I, at the same time, you know, when I I think about what we talked about before, that is anyone up dot com site. Where it's like, oh, we got so and so's cock photos, and like they go away the next day because they're off the front page, and and there's no repercussion. There's no like, eh, like it's not a big deal. And I think that it kind of it reminds me of in the '80s when Madonna's penthouse photos were released, and they were pretty filthy, and they were not. Oh, we snagged these from a cell phone. Like she went out and was like, take photos of my vagina. I want you. I want. I'm going to put fingers in there, and I want you to take pictures of me with fingers in my vagina. Like she was very uh, explicit with it, and uh, those photos got released, and she's like, "Yep, took some nudes." And like today, people forget that that ever even happened. And even back then, people were like, "Oh, well then." You know, I feel like if if you pin somebody with some kind of shaming act, and they and they go like, "Oh my god, no, no, no," then it becomes a bigger deal because they know you 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 know. But if you were like, "Eh, whatever." Yeah. That's my cock, yeah. Show everybody my cock. Yeah, whatever. Hey, that's my cock, everybody. You know, like, they'd I do be that. Like, you uh, know well, that's... that I do that. What's that? Cock pics. Oh, you tell everybody that. Oh, oh, I see. I'm I you. See. I, uh, I'm you I, with I, the I, cock I, pics. I, yeah. yeah. You with that. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, I, I guess if, if you got something to be embarrassed about, like if it, if it fucking all of a sudden swung like, uh, you know, a banana or some shit, I'd be like, listen, man, don't do it. And everybody was like, what's up with Mitch's cock swinging like a banana? But I don't have, <laughs> it's not that weird. I mean, it leans like, you know, the Tower of Pizza, but. Uh, leans or curves? No, it leans. No, it doesn't curve. No, it's 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 straight and narrow, but it just, it whatever reason it decides, it, it wants to go, I think, left. Maybe right. Maybe it's right. I always forget. I know as much as I look at my cock, but I'm usually oh, holding I'm on to it when I'm using it. You don't know this detail. I'm pretty sure it leans to the right a little bit. I use my left hand trying to. I always try to it's correct it. it. Just doesn't. It doesn't happen. But the point is, like, I'm not embarrassed by it in any means. So it's like, if all of a sudden everybody saw my cock, like, I'd be like, they didn't really want like my friends, like poor guys. You know, like you look at somebody in the face, you're like, I've seen your cock. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Um, so that would be the hardest part about it. Uh, <laughs> it would just be like, I'd feel bad for my friends. Like now, like when you look at me in the face, you're thinking of my dick. Uh, but whatevs. You know, I and I'm I'm sure that it will happen one day that just my cock is out there. 
And I'll be like, yeah, whatever. It happens. Yeah, whatever. It's my car. You're just, you're just basically running down the clock until... <laughs> running down the clock running on down, cock. You're running down the clock on cock. Hey, guys, it's, uh, clock, it's cock a clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. Have you ever... Has anybody ever asked you to send some photos? No, 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 no. Never. I've never uh, been asked to send any photos. I've never really... really You've gotten, though, like somebody sent you a, a, a nipple. You're like, yo... This what? nipple's for you tonight. Have you got that? Like a chick you were with is like, check out the nipple, you know? Or, or uh, like, look at this. You're going to be pounding tonight or some shit like that, no? Nothing? Yeah. Really? Wow. Not really a thing. Again, Mitch, I was, off the, I was off the radar for a while. Radar or no radar? I've had complete strangers. Well, I guess that's the difference in you and me, Mitch. Right. And that's why the <laughs> show works. Uh... Yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know, I, I just, uh, I'm kind of amused by this whole idea of, like, uh, uh, photos that are uh, annotated like that. But again, it would sort of bother me, I'd be like, don't tell me what, because then when I go to do, maybe I was going to do that anyway, myself, Mitch. but, like, now I go do that, and I'd be like, oh, now this is expected. She's thinking, I oh, I trained him, I trained him, he knows to do this to me. And I'd be like, I was going to do that anyway. I have, I have a... Oh, you yeah. have a, you have a what? I was I was thinking back about what you think when you when you gave me the skeptical face, but yeah, you're right. You have gotten nudes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, not, I mean, not so like, I mean, it's gotten a nipple or two. I've gotten some some shits happen. I've dabbled. Yeah, all right. Dabble. I used to uh, when I used to it's drive. No Madonna penthouse spread. Man, I don't think I would want that. It's a shame. <laughs> you are missing out. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I mean, I can remember like when I used to drive, uh, you know, from here to Phoenix or here to Vegas or Vegas to Phoenix or whatever have you, you know, I'd text people I knew, you know, and be like, hey, long drive with somebody who has no nudes on their phone, you know, and uh, sometimes I'd get them back. So that was a good time. Just send them out. Yeah, just be like, hey, I'm stuck on the road. You should send me your tits. And, and sometimes it worked. You know, sometimes they'd be like, oh, yeah, hold on. And then I'd get titties back. I'd be like, all right, awesome. And I, uh, my, my last girlfriend, I knew things had gone sour because I remember I texted her once and she was like, fuck you. And I was like, oh, it is over. Like, I have lost whatever privilege because I think she found like some archive of past cell phone photos and like saw some girl she didn't recognize. <laughs> and she was like, oh, so this is why. I was like, yeah, when I was single. Like I now I just text you when I need titties on the road. I'm not going to text her. She's like whatever. And I, after that, there was no more. There was no more titties on the road. So of course, I did have to text those kinds of girls. I had to text you know outside the relationship to be like, hey, listen, send some titties. Now, like, don't you have a girlfriend? It's sh- listen. This isn't about all that. It's about titties. Make with the titties. <laughs> Make with the nipples. Let's get it on here. Uh. Yeah. You know, chicks like uh, feeling like, you know, feeling like wild, you know, like, oh, I did a wild thing. The, the girls like going wild. <laughs> uh, I want that as a soundbite. Uh, I, sound I just wanted to let it sit in the air so they can be a clean cut for you. The girls like going wild. <laughs> I want that. No, That's got to be it. <laughs> That's got to be it. I'm wild. Tee-hee-hee. Uh yeah, so you know you kind of give them that. It's that whole thing of uh, like Chris Rock used to talk about. It's like you don't ask. Can I? Would I? You uh, mind if me. I? Could excuse you, me. Uh, excuse excuse me. me. I was yeah. wondering if. I was wondering uh, if. Would it be okay, if, be okay I, if I? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, 
Yeah, it's, it goes back <laughs> to that thing. They don't want to feel like uh, they're they're dirty in your mind necessarily. Like right. that you're, you know, I mean, uh, and somebody, one of the Riffalonians earlier had said that they want to keep a running tally for how many times I sit on the show. I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> And here I have to use it again, and I'm yeah. not judging. Yeah, no, and I, yeah. you know, that's the thing is, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't feel judgmental or feel judged, I should say, they're a little more, you know, open to things. And I think again, even here on this show, we can get into some some uh, deep topics with some of our guests, where they'll sort of like admit things, and then kind of immediately you see them sort yeah, of skirt back, 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 yeah, pull it back in, and we're like, all right, so you're into that, so yeah, tell me cool, more about that, cool, yeah, bring you know? it on, bring it on. And they're like, oh, I can just talk. I can be like, all right. Uh, well, I do like a finger in my ass. And you're like, all right, cool. So what's, I mean, do, how did you figure that out? Did you do that in the shower? Did you have a crazy girlfriend or whatever, you know? And uh, Straight riffing is all about tearing down the stigma. Yeah. Tear down that stigma, not, Mr. Gorbachev. Teddy makes sexting sound like a book report post-hookup. Is, uh, that was from the Riffalonians. What? I don't know. What, what is that? Po- book report post? It's not like you're filing a field report. Well, I think that's- he was talking about, I think she she or he, they were talking about, uh, I think that's she, I think that's our number one super fan, uh, was talking yeah, about uh, the, the uh, when you were earlier, you were like, well, that was a good time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the part where you lick my right. nipples okay, was that's most, fair. That's, was, uh, that's most fair. pleasant. That's fair. Pretty sure that's what it was. Okay. I'm guessing. All right. Because well, that's, I, you know, I, there. yeah, I don't know. The, the post, the post sex wrap up. I don't know. I, well, I mean, it's not, it's not immediate. You know, I'm talking about days later, perhaps a fortnight. <laughs> well, that would be weird. Like two weeks later, by the way. What if it was really good, man? Two you, weeks. You had had other things in the interim and you right. were just like, I can't get that one night. I know. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, I've, I've I've had those. I mean, I've had those. T- I just again, I don't know how to respond. I'm always like, cool, yeah. I, I I as well. I also had a good time. It's a weird thing doing, you know. Yeah, and I. But that's the thing is, I mean, maybe, maybe you're not go, good like, with the I don't words. Wanna, I'm not trying to stop you, but uh, and maybe you're and, not necessarily good with texting and doing the whole real time communication thing. Maybe you need the distance of words and pictures to put your message together. It's it's modern age. You got all kinds of ways to well, access. That's the thing the is, I, I I can I'm fucking awesome at writing and IMing and shit. Uh, but it's the <laughs> once fucking it gets awesome into, at writing. Fucking, I'm awesome at that shit. Uh, but uh, when it gets into like the sexing stuff and like talking sexy and stuff, that's where I'm like, uh, I, I your vagina is awesome. It is. You I know, think that's like, the hardest thing know. about it is to like suspend the the silliness of yeah, it, you know, yeah. and to just really buy in. That's the hardest thing because you're hearing yourself say these things and you're just like, I mean, this is just yeah, this is yeah, craziness. yeah. But you I mean, know. it took me years before I'd say anything. You got disassociate, yeah. Like I was, I it's used a, to be in weird. bed. I'd be I, like, yes, you know, yeah. yeah. And even when no. you're like completely into it, you're still there's still that part of you that's disassociated. That's yeah. like, you know, this is this is when we go back to just talking like normal. It's gonna be weird, right? Yeah. It's gonna be weird. You're not gonna talk about anything that yeah. I said in this space. Uh, we've, later, right? We've tapped into a very odd part of the id. I, I, I've had that. Uh, it's very awkward where they mention things you said in bed in outside of the bed. That's where you're like, now listen. Parameters. Uh, worlds colliding. <laughs> worlds be colliding. <laughs> you know how worlds be colliding? <laughs> yeah. They're like getting some out of the kitchen. What was that part where you were like, can you feel, feel my cock in your pussy? What was that about? And you're like, all right, listen, we don't. Mm. Well, they start using they like they start throwing throbbing out there. You're like, it's corn on the cob. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's dinner. 
put the oh oh i see <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's like i was like that's what you call your yeah. dick in bed yeah they were going on the car what's yeah. up I just, I just wanted to take everybody left before i pulled you right real fast uh Oh. Trying to, you're trying to fix trying to fix a uh, a slant as well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> fix a bend in the dick. There, I got it. All right, cool. I got it. I got it. I got it. Damn it, man! Worlds uh, be colliding. Worlds be colliding. Shit. Uh, we are almost out of time. I think oh, we got, we got seven minutes or so. Okay, because we started late. All right. Uh, you know. Um, That's fair. Let's see what else do I have. It was a, there's this thing that uh, the site Nerve.com does. I know Nerve. I enjoyed Nerve. Yeah, called sex advice from so and so, and it's like usually either it used to be you know from a bartender, from a skateboarder. Yeah, they did it from like clowns, like all kind of weird professional. Right. And now they're doing a lot of like yeah. celebrity ones. Where oh, it's like sex yeah. advice. Well, no, I will say it that was always interesting. Bar- it was always interesting to hear the perspective from people that shared craft or profession, you know, and how they said their whatever their sex advice was. It was a uh, sex advice from Andrew WK and. uh and he had he had one that I really one or two that I really wanted to uh, to uh, get into. There was one that said, uh, "Question was I'm dating a guy who refuses to give up on his dreams of rock stardom. While it's admirable in a way, I need a little bit more stability if we're going to make this work. How can I gently break this to him?" His answer: okay. Don't you dare say anything to him about giving up his dream. You're not the right person for him. Never ask someone to give up on their dream just so you can feel more stable. It's his choice and his choice alone, no matter how ridiculous his dream may seem to you or to society or even to himself. Dreams make humans into self-realized individuals. Your only responsibility is to love everything about him, including his dreams. The idea of making this work sounds more like a way to make his life more boring and predictable. At worst, it's a genuine sadistic desire to control someone else because your own life feels out of control or a cruel need to dominate and break someone's spirit for the sake of your own peace of mind. Look for stability and peace of mind inside of yourself and not in your relationships or the dreams of others. Damn, Andrew WK. Right? Party hard. Party, 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 <laughs> party, 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 party. <laughs> you know, I had a huge problem with the guy for a long time, and then uh, and then I heard, oh, well, it's all just a big joke, and he was just trying to prove that he could do it. And then the, sort of the more truthful sort of conglomeration of the two came out recently, which is like, he just likes having fun being like crazy party guy, and... He doesn't see, he's not ashamed by it. You know what I mean? So it's like all of his stuff is all about like, hey, just have a good time, you know? Right. Um, I'm trying to see what the other uh, other one was. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Now I can't find the other one. But, you know, most of those sex advice ones are pretty good. Some of them, like, some of you read and you go, like, I'm so glad that I don't have these dilemmas with my friends. But then there's some where you go, oh, well, uh, that's a dilemma we all have or something. One of the ones I read that I I never have a good answer to was uh, uh, something like, oh, my, my friend is dating my other friend and my friend is cheating on that friend with somebody. And it's like, what do I do? I mean, yeah. And you go like, eh, well, you're fucked. No, you know you what know? to do. I mean, the the best thing you can really do is go to that friend who's cheating and go, listen, you're putting me in an awkward fucking place. Right. Like when you're at a grocery store with your friend and he decides he's going to shoplift. Well, hey, asshole. Now I get arrested, too. I mean, the other thing, too, if your friend, though, I mean, I guess that's the other thing, too. Like, you can go, I would go and confront that person first, obviously. Like, you need to do it first. You know, like, don't, you're putting me in the place where I am eventually going to have to let this person know something. I'm going to have to tell them. So I'm giving you a chance to not be a coward, basically. 
Don't be a coward. Be a decent, respectable stand-up human being. Or else, worlds be collided. Boom! <laughs> Um, so I've you, never really you, had. I guess I've never really. Would your had, situation be? You need to tell them, or I will. I mean, if I'm talking about two friends, and I know for a fact that one person is just straight up cheating on somebody, right? Like, right. You never had that. I've never. I've never. Uh, Surely you've had at least the guy friend who is a little too flirty with the chicks when you're out alone, and you're kind of like, eh, she wouldn't like that, but I, whatever. You're not doing anything yet. Fine. I guess in those. I mean, I've talked to those. Like, I've been like, this is like. That's uh, that's weird or whatever. And and then like a lot of times, you know, I don't necessarily it's not like I'm friends with their girlfriend right. or anything, you know. So in that sense, or like I'm even in a, in a place to even ever seen them, you know, in the past when that's happened. So it's not necessarily the best comparison. But I mean, I, I don't, I've never really had one where it's like I know both parties, you right. know, so it's you have that very unique uh, responsibility, I guess, because if you don't tell the person who's being cheated on. When it does come out, they are going to look at you and say, the fuck, man. Yeah, I have been I know friends who have been in situations where I was that person who came out and was like, the fuck, man. How did you know this? And didn't, oh, right, right, right. You know, or you got cheated on. Well, they like had a, they like had the conversation with that person and then they didn't tell me. And then I found out and then they're like, well, like I had this thing about it. And then like all this, they taught, found out all this stuff after the fact. And it was kind of like. To go through the whole process of being like, why didn't you tell me this? And he's like, it wasn't my place. You know, I tried to talk to them. They didn't do anything. I told them to do something, you know, whatever. Right. So, so what like, did ultimately, did you apologize? I mean, it was one of my best, I mean, it's one of my best friends who, who was in that position. I mean, like. Did you just, forgive them? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I ended up, I, I understood, uh, you know, after listening to him and all that. And I think why I at least was able to work through it is that I know he at least confronted it head on. With her, I was like, hey, this is not cool. Do something about it, you know? So, and I at least had to respect the fact that when it all came out, he was honest about everything and stuff, you know? And I think I was more just, I was more upset about the fact that it was, it was a reminder that all this shit was going on that I was blind to, that I should have been clued in on, but I was just dealing with a lot and depressed and just life falling apart or whatever. And I just you know, totally just was not clued into it. So I think there was a lot more anger directed usually at yourself as a lot of cases is. Yeah. You know, um, but in the end, I think if, if I, if he had never said anything to her and they, you know, were seeing each other all the time and stuff or whatever, I've been like, well, that's kind of like, you know, I can understand you saying it's not my place after you've already said something, you know, right. I can kind of get that. Right. You know, a little bit more than I can. If you just recuse yourself from the entire matter and you're like, yeah, yeah, on your own. Because that's that's like the same. That's the kind of shit people do in family situations. Right, they're right. like, well, like you and your mom are fighting, and I'm just gonna go over here and pray about it. Right, right. And you're like, well, by not taking a side, now you've enabled this person, so you've taken a side. Right, right. So you have no basis. No basis. You ain't got no basis. Ain't gonna be no basis. No basis to be born on. You <laughs> thought that you hit a hit a ball too. None of those. That's a callback. Oh, God. I don't know if it's better than that one. Oh, <laughs> I think that's, 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 that's where we're going to have to end this thing. Oh, man. I've got to skedaddle. Yeah. Uh, good show, sir. Um, here's to another year. Another year, Riven. Shalom and Lachayim. A better year, a stronger year. And the next time we convene the union of Riffing, it shall be stronger than ever. 
Thank you, and good night, America. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. And rip the fuck up! Bitches!